What's up, everyone? This is the Comic Vine Podcast for the week of December 2nd, 2011. I'm Sarah. I'm here with the editor-in-chief of ComicVine.com, Tony Guerrero, and special guest, James Robinson. Hello, everybody. Hello, James. And Corey's here, too. What is up? I'm not a laugh machine. (laughs) What are you talking about? Hello, Tony. It is great to be here. Ha, ha, ha. We're just going to record you for when you're not here. Uh, so it's uh, it was the, the fifth week of the month mm-hmm. when comics came out. So not not a whole lot came out. That's good. Um, good and bad. Uh, yeah, it was kind of surprising. Um, Marvel put some stuff out. DC didn't really put out a whole lot. So we'll see what we have here. Unless you want to talk about Shade. Yeah, let's talk about Shade. It came out the day before Thanksgiving. Came out the day before Ooh. Thanksgiving. It was it was a week late. I, I don't know why that was. I heard it was maybe the writing. The writer, no. yeah, the writer. No, all, all twelve issues are written. Yeah. But as I've put, as I've said on Twitter, um, anybody that trade waits for the series will may may wait forever because sales are not great, and it may not get to all twelve issues unless people buy the book. That's ridiculous. So, you know, uh, there's the arts. The arts been done through to issue eight. So, but but you know, um, I'm still waiting for uh, Frank Fraser Irving to start and Gene Ha. So, you might never get to see the origin of the Shade, which is issue twelve. Now, let me ask you this: So, you said the art's done through issue eight. Those artists have been paid. Have they all been paid? Yeah. Then so, you've been. Have you been paid for all twelve issues? Yes. Okay, so that's good for you guys. But. Obviously, it'd be better if, if we all. I mean, it would be good for all of us. If well, we it's, could... it's, it's, don't, it's don't you make some money from sales too? Um, well, yes, you do make a little bit of royalty money. It's not much, but it's it, you know it's nice to get a check in the mail for, like, when you're not expecting it. But that's not why I I, I do comic books. You got the story burning in you, and you need yeah, to, to want tell to it, get it out. Yeah, and um, I know that you know in in uh, there is there's somewhat of a negative connotation to me among some people. And uh, based, I think based on Cry for Justice more than anything. So, you know, and this, I think, The Shade is much more me doing the kind of book people want. So I'm, I'm eager for them to see all 12 issues and see the whole story, because the way it all flows and ties together, you know, it isn't just, you know, three separate stories, three separate arcs, that, mm-hmm. that you can read two of them and, not, and, and feel some sense of, of completion. You have to read the whole thing. So I urge people... Uh, to to read the reviews, which have been very favourable, the lovely Sarah Lima gave me a, a wonderful review that I that I read, uh, and and there've, there've been other other really nice reviews. Uh, to to heed those, that it is a book worth reading, and uh, and please you know support it if if you if you want to, and uh, I would really appreciate that. I mean, I think there is a demand, or there should be a demand. I mean, um, I, I mean, I, we don't need to go into details, but I mean, all the the Starman omnibuses. I'm to buy. I mean, the, the fact that they were all collected, you know, and, and, and they, they they sell consistently. Yeah, well. I mean, they, people people wanted all, them. Each one has been on the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah, so. and the second one, the first the first graphic novel chart for best for, for comic for for graphic novels on the New York New York bestseller, it was the number one selling book the first week, the first time they did it. So I wonder if that's what's working against you that that people are waiting. Or a nice hardcover to go well, along with it all might those. be, it might be, and, and I, I see that. I, I think the other thing that's not helping is that I think that there's been a lot of focus by DC and I think by readers on the 52 books, 
and the sh and the shade, um, the Huntress, which is a, a wonderful, wonderful book, mm -hmm. beautiful art. Um, there's a, that Penguin series. There's a few other things that came out in October, the week up, the month after, that I think are slightly overlooked. It, it was interesting that because um, I've, I've been quite quite candid about this on Twitter, and it's been nice to see the reaction. Everybody um, has been you know very supportive on Twitter. There was one wanker though that that tweeted me and said that the sales on Shade were God punishing me for the script to League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So, which I was like, well, you know, whatever. You hear that stuff all the time. But it was interesting. He was the only, the only sort of the only wanker. Snide, snide guy to, to Twitter. But the point was, I've been mean, very candid about this. And uh, as a hey, result... James, so people are dying in Africa, but God is punishing you yes, for that's right. the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's script. right. But, um, Just but, saying. But uh, Heidi McDonald, who has a, a web thing mm -hmm. that she writes, comic, comic reporter or whatever it's called, Comic Ace... Um, she, she wrote about it and there were comments below and among them were a few that were said like I didn't even know the, there was, that this book was even out yeah. so I think that that hasn't helped me either that, that the, there's 52 books that people are really focused on and then there are these other ancillary books floating around like The Shade that are given I think a little less attention and, and by, by DC and by readers and everybody yeah they really, they really haven't um, they don't do a lot of previews you know they don't, they don't do a lot of. Um, they don't really highlight the press like on the DC blog. I've noticed uh, about the shade. Right. I mean, I've seen it a couple times. But well, really one of them, I had nothing. to actually call them up and say, "Hey, there was because it was it got like the number one thing of the week on another one of the websites." And I was like, "Why haven't you mentioned this?" And they were like, "Oh." So I so you know, I just got to be, be more of a self promoter. And I uh, I'm actually going to start a web. I'm going to start my own. Um, website and have stuff on it you know mm -hmm. so I may um, that will help but of course I've got to get the website design I, I, I need to find a web designer actually I'm sure you guys know a few yeah they're <laughs> in the I other mean, room yeah. I mean you could always I, if you want to start it easy just you know, do a tumbler I don't believe that that's a good way to do it mm -hmm. I think you've got to do it you've got to come out professionally yeah. you can't like yeah. I just have a, a, that's my yeah. theory yeah I mean a tumbler a different purpose, you know. It's, it's more like a quick, you know, image or. This well, what's or interesting, if you look at Neil Gaiman, he does everything. That guy, I'm not, I'm not sure how how uh, how he sleeps because he because <laughs> he obviously writes books. Plus, he he's tumbling and he's doing whatever, you know, photos on a different site and and, and <clears throat> little journal entries and all over the place, different websites that he manages to contribute to. Very impressive. And I'm I'm far too lazy, and I'm currently. Uh, just because of stress, I'm trying not to do what I would have done 10 years ago, which is drink. So I've been playing video games. Mm -hmm. And I've d discovered video games in a huge way, and as, as Sarah will, will knows because we talk about it. And uh, because I'm coming late to things, like I'm getting to enjoy things that people have already enjoyed, so it's, it's kind of fun. But I remember... Uh, playing it, when I played Assassin's Creed, it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. This is only wait, how, when was I playing Assassin's Creed? Like, like the first one, six months ago. Six months ago, mm -hmm. and everyone was saying, you're "Like this is the greatest game ever." I'm like, "Wait until you get to yeah. Brotherhood," wait, this, and you're like, "No, no, it can't it, get any it better, than get better than this." <laughs> I'm like, it, "I just wait." It, and then I, I, I finished um, the second one. It, it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then Batman, Batman. I've been playing the, played the Batman mm -hmm. games. I haven't played the downloadable Nightwing or. Um, Robin, Robin. I haven't played Tim Drake, but I have done the Catwoman and the whole game. I just finished Dead Space. 
Did you like that? Love, love that game. What, Dead Space? I love Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> really, I was... It was. It actually scared me. Like there were times when I was actually. No, scared. you jump and yeah. because like all of a sudden there's this alien and like then he's biting off your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, it's cool. but I was smart that I realized early on that if I see a body, I should, I should. Like, it's really gruesome, but like blow the body apart. Yeah. yeah. So I've been. I was. I was dismembering all my bodies as I went through the game and stuff like that. So I did that. What am I going to play next? I've got. I just got. Someone gave me Uncharted and God of War, so I might play one of those. First Uncharted. The second one. Oh, that's, still, that's definitely a good starting place. I'm still on the second one. And then, mm-hmm. and then of course, I've, I, I'm going to get Brotherhood and uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and I can't think what else I'm going to get. Now. Oh, I've already got Dead Space Two, but I, but you can't play one game after. You know, you need to change things up. Yeah, unless it's Assassin's Creed. So, so it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, you still need to uh, play Red Dead Redemption. I played Red Dead. I've already done it. You've done that. I played Red Dead Redemption and the zombie one. Did you like it? Because that's the other lucky thing about coming in late is you get the Game of the Year editions where they combine games. They combine everything, yeah. Yeah, so I, I got Also, one. it's a lot lot cheaper to go to GameStop and just, you know, buy the used copy. Yeah, I, I've done that. I, I like I like being... I like new... I like new. You like new things? Yeah, I like new I things. I like to go in and sell my games... Oh, you are the worst. No, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. You are the literal worst. How long does it take you to play a game? Because I'm busy doing so much other stuff. I'm just saying, like you go um, home at night, you play the game. You know how much? How long does it take you to play a game? I I usually reserve that for the weekends. Just so how like, many hours does it take you to get through an Assassin's Creed, roughly? I'll tell you this: first Batman game, I played for eighteen hours straight. And you, and you did the whole thing. Yeah. But I couldn't stop. Yeah. Like, that's my problem. Like, when I start, then I have a hard time, like, putting it down and being like, I need to walk away from this now because I have to do things that are important, like eat and brush my teeth. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I, yeah. I, I, I stayed up till... I've, I've done all night. I've stayed up Yeah, and then you night. start, like, waking... Like, you realize that it's, like, five in the morning, and you're like, what did I do? <laughs> Right. Tomorrow, my, I I totally ruined my life. One of my roommates literally uh, he bought a piece of property in the game Skyrim, <laughs> and uh, which I absolutely recommend. It's Sky, Skyrim. Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim. Yeah, we're just uh, talking about that one. Isn't it? Yeah, but uh, save that one for last because it will absolutely dominate like a hundred hours of your existence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he spent. He, he was just like, because you can buy property and then you can kind of arrange the furniture within the property. He said basically, I'm going to put this one sword on the wall. It was one in the morning. He told me that the next time he looked at his watch, he had been rearranging furniture in his house, and it was 6.30 in the morning. What? He had literally stayed up all night rearranging his house oh, in this no. game. <laughs> and his real place looks like... I, 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 yes. I, saw, I saw a cartoon about that. Like, some, like in The Sims, everything's tidy, and then in real life... Like, yes, that is absolutely true. So anyway, big... Uh, so The Shade, we were talking about The Shade, and, and uh, please buy it. And, uh, and issue three is out, I think, probably two weeks. Yeah. And then Darwin Cook's issues four. So at the at the end of the second issue of The Shade, which was out around Thanksgiving, yes. um we saw the the two characters that, you know, were the main focus in the first issue come yeah. together. So you have the Shade and what what was Von the Hammer. Von Hammer. So they they finally met. Um what's what's next? Like how closely are these two characters gonna be working together? They are not. I mean it's the Shade's comic. So and I wanted him to meet various characters from around the DC universe. So in issue three, he encounters briefly, very briefly, an Australian hero that I made up. Um, and then uh, actually two Australian heroes that I made up. And then issue four is times past. And issue five is a story, issue five to seven is a story set in Barcelona. 
and it features him, uh, obviously. And then there was in the in the same issue that I first introduced Von Hammer, issue of Superman, where Monel flies around the world and meets all these heroes. I don't know if you ever read that comic. Classic James Robinson. It's one of the best <laughs> issues of Superman. <coughs> uh, I, I personally think. Uh-huh. I can't believe I use terms like classic James Robinson. That's so offensive. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would I would be so appalled if someone did that and I heard them on a podcast. I would probably never listen to another podcast by. With, with, with that with that person anyway so uh, in that issue he meets those people and another character is called La Sangre which is which is Latin or Latin Spanish for the blood and she's sort of a semi-vampire and she and so it's it's him encountering her and you find out that they have a sort of a her origin is somewhat affected by him in the past and then I introduce a new character who's Spanish also but there's a huge Bangladeshi population in Spain so he's a Bangladeshi Spaniard called uh, Montpellier, which is a venomous snake indigenous to Spain. So and a, and a, and a, a new villain. So you know. So 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 what I'm saying is, issues five to seven are a different set of supporting characters, but it's all part of this big storyline, and it all ties together in the end. So there. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds awesome. <laughs> so everyone, buy it. Buy Please. it. Buy it. Please, please, please buy it. And we've reviewed every single issue so far. Yes, you have. I'll Thank, you. Thank you. Well, you know, but I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I appreciate know. the fact yeah. that you took the time to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's hard for us to review everything, but obviously, you know, something like that, we'll make sure that gets reviewed. Thank you. As far as this week, there wasn't a whole lot when you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had FF number twelve. Uh-huh. So, uh, can can we talk about what happened the last? Yeah, well, I think we talked about it last week. So. Last week, the day before Thanksgiving, Fantastic Four 600 came out. Yes. And a big revelation. Dun, dun, dun. Johnny Storm is back. Back from the dead. We knew that was going to happen, didn't we? we? Everyone knew that. But but the thing is, he did die. Right. He died a couple times. <laughs> they, they, they showed, Yeah, they, they showed him die. And this is a, an alternate... So Johnny so Storm. now, my, my, my one little problem with this. So that the last issue was, I think it was 588. And then it, then we had FF. and it would, you know, So Fantastic Four series changed to FF. So then we had 11 issues of that, and then it's when the issue was supposed to come out, then they gave us Fantastic Four 600. So it's like, okay, so those missing issues are really the FF issues. But now FF is continuing, so this is issue 12. I want to know where those Fantastic Four issues are. It would drive me insane. It's, you can't do that. You yeah, can't say, so, anyway, so besides the point. So what happened in Fantastic Four, um, so the... Nihil, the people from the negative zone, Nihilus and his army, they're, they're attacking. So Valeria hits the failsafe. They translocate all the kids. They, they leave. So this picks up where that left off. My one issue is the art. Is, yeah, you don't like it? Well, it I mean, it, it has its own style and everything. My problem is, one thing, like when, when you have Alex Power, his hair suddenly became brown. I mean, he was always blonde. Yeah. And then, then there, there's some points, like... Trying to tell Alex apart from from Bentley, the the, the wizard's clone, and and sometimes there, there's there's issues with the height where you know Valeria and Franklin are supposed to, you, you can't tell who's who sometimes and so, but I mean it's it's interesting because they're in Latveria so they're they're going to see Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is being held by the the evil Reed Richards and Nathaniel. I mean evil yeah the evil Reed Richards is there. Um, Nathaniel Richards. So it's just like all this craziness and I just wonder. Where this book's gonna go? I mean, it, it's it's Hickman, so I I believe he has all this planned out, like everything you know from the beginning. So it's gonna be interesting to see: <clears throat> are they gonna be 
working with Nathaniel and Dr. Doom. What what's Reed and Sue going to say about this? Are they going to get back together? Because if we're assuming the Fantastic Four is going to continue now as the Fantastic Four, I don't know if there's still going to be a future foundation. So it's 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 good. I'm I'm really curious to see what they're going to do good. with all this. Good. I find Hickman's work, um, although I, I do follow a lot of it in comic book form, I find it reads better in trade because mm-hmm. it's so complicated that yeah. you can lose you can lose focus if you read it episodically. Yeah, but I'm actually really anxious for the trade of this <clears throat> to come out because I missed the first two or three issues and I have been baffled but entertained ever since. My problem with, with FF yeah. is there there's there's been too many different artists and it, it's just it's I mean that that's always an issue for me where you don't have the consistency of what you know I'd, I'd like to see what's going on and you flip flop you have this artist you know do this one then someone else and then one comes back and it's just I don't know so we'll, we'll see it's, it's very very good story and I, like I said I'm, I'm curious what they're going to do is, is Spider-Man still going to hang around and, you know, I don't know we had Uncanny oh, could I say one thing yes. just about Resurrections I'm very very happy <coughs> that they brought back Bucky they didn't kill Bucky mm-hmm. yes yes. yes. even too. though it was kind of a cheap <laughs> but the thing is that same thing with Johnny for one thing you knew they couldn't kill him off well you, they could kill Bucky that was the thing and I just didn't I thought the death was a little bit like, if, when heroes die, they should die valiantly. They shouldn't die like punks. And mm-hmm. he, died, he had a bit of a, a, a wimpy death. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, you know, so him coming back and he's the Winter Soldier again, it's great. I, I just didn't think, you know, Brubaker, because, I mean, Brubaker did an awesome job bringing him back, making it believable, not pissing everyone off. Yeah, incredible that he managed to pull that I off. I mean, it was, it was a great story. You know, he and he just reinvented the character. You know, the Winter Soldier, his whole past... Really, really think about how how many times a superhero resurrection has been done that well. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you can not, probably name them on one hand. I mean, usually you're just like, oh, he's back, whatever, and then you just don't even think about it. But this, I mean, he, it was a great job. So there's there's no way they would go through all that work and then just kill him off, and not even in, in his main series and you know an event miniseries. Bruce Baker didn't even get to do it. Yeah, so so it, it, it's good that he's back. And the, the problem with the I, I will say this: the problem with with Bucky as Captain America, I felt I felt he was more interesting than Steve Rogers. I thought just who he was, the fact that he was more complicated. My my problem with that is, is the people found out right away who he was. Like you know, it's just pretty much you put on a costume like the villains were discovering. It's like, oh, you're Captain America. It's like, right. I, I kind of would have liked to see how that played out a little more. But yeah, it's it's gonna be great. Very to see. exciting that he's mm-hmm. still doing this thing. And the other Captain America book's great too. The one. Well, the, the the one that uh, with McNiven McNiven is fantastic yeah I'm really loving it it's very book. trippy mm-hmm. I like trippy books so. yeah. <laughs> issues <laughs> issues 9 to 11 of the shade are quite trippy just to keep plugging that book as much as I can <laughs> and Alan Davis is going to be going on the Captain America book for yeah a very exciting I love Alan and Davis. he's I mean I'm not sure how fast he is now but he's I think he's he could probably do a consistent run for a while. I I, I don't know. You know, guys slow down sometimes, but I'm, I'm not sure. He had an injury. I heard. Did he? Yeah, when he was like I, I think like twelve or thirteen, he like broke his wrist or something like that. Wait. Well, what, what is that? I mean, but that doesn't mean. I mean, he was fast when he was doing Captain Britain. That was. I don't know. I mean, maybe just. I mean, Old I hate age. to say it. You know, he is getting older, and you know, he, like I I messed up my knee in football, and yeah. and it's bothering me more now than it did. You know. Ten years ago. Wow. What so. position did you play? Tight end. Tight end. I, yeah. I, that's, I always think of you as a tight end, mm. but that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on, you guys. Anyways, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, you get me flustered. Oh, <laughs> it's turning um, into one of these. 
no, so I, it's it's great that, that Bucky's back, and you know, it's, it's I'm I'm curious how they're going to do that. But the whole question now, there was an issue of Secret Avengers that Nick Spencer wrote really well, where um, Natasha was these these blog this blog site wrote about his death. Remember that? we talked about that? Yeah. yeah. And and you know, there's a whole thing about him. You know, they said he's alive, and she was all upset, and then there was this whole thing about the dead coming back and all that. But she sh- now that I think about it, she should have known at that point that he was alive because. But she was well. How much could you say that it was her keeping up the artifice that? But it it, 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 it seemed like there was an emotional thing that she was really upset by that. Uh, well, these people were still disrespecting him, and like, yeah. these people were still talking trash about someone who had just literally laid his life on the line for yeah. the country. Mm-hmm. And these like leeches were just going to drag him through the. But mud. but they're they're like oh he he's he's still alive or it's a cover up and so now I, I I thought about that like a couple weeks after. The, the fear itself, seven point one or whatever it was, and it's like I want to reread that issue, but it's like I gotta find it. Cause I'm yeah. curious now, did Nick Spencer know at the time? I mean, did, I'm sure they knew that he wasn't really dead, and so that, I mean that kind of changes that story. All right, Uncanny X Men number two. So Mr. Sinister, he's um, it's it's a very interesting take what they're doing with Mr. Sinister. Besides his name, I absolutely love Mr. Sinister. <laughs> I I do have to say what. Just on the, the first page of art, second page of the comic, we see Hope with, yeah. with the sun. I mean, I, don't I, 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 I don't like Hope. I can't really stand her character. I think ever since Cable died, you know, she's just whiny and, you know, she's got this attitude. and <laughs> It's just, you know, she's, she's mouthing off to her everyone. Her figure's dead. But it's like whatever. It's like, you know, I understand being rude to Cyclops, or what, but it's like still Cyclops is supposed to be the leader, so there should be some respect. You know, it's not like Wolverine respect. Anyways, but just her, like, using that gun and taking out the, the Mr. Sinister clones, and so I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I did too. And... Yeah, so things are getting crazy. So you got the celestial celestials are coming. So that was kind of like a tease. Yeah, it's not going to be till issue three really come back. But I, I my 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 problem with this is I, I wonder they they built up Sinister. They, they you know um, Kieran Gillen has changed him, evolved him. But it's like, what do you do with him after he gets defeated here? Because you know who says he does. My <laughs> my problem with it is, uh, and I, I is that if you're a reader who is not. I, and I really enjoyed it, by the way. But if you're a reader who is who is not a, a real Marvel head like you guys, it's a little bit confusing. In that, in that they don't really explain who the Celestials are. Mm-hmm. They don't really do a very good job of explaining who Mister Sinister is. You kind of have to, and and his, and you can say, well, they don't really make it. They don't really do that with Doctor Doom or whatever. But those those villains tend to be a bit more archetypal, and his backstory and, and everything else is a little bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. And and so I remember, I've been a long time since I've read. I mean, I've been reading this with the first issue and all that, but it's been a long time since I've even thought about Mister Sinister. Which is it? Because he died and then he came back as a woman, sort of. But then it wasn't him, but it was, and then now he's normal. So yes. just just even also the, the, the really Dracula. I don't really understand <laughs> what what his mo- motivation is because I don't understand the character. Yeah, he, I mean, he just yeah he wants he wants the perfect species. And was that in canon? Was, incidentally, sorry to interrupt. But was that in canon? Him fighting Dracula like in the eighteen hundreds. Because you think he would bring that up more often. I don't know. It's, there seems to, I feel like there's an article on that, but I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what Can it would Can I just make a, a sidebar, by the way? Because Sarah has taken off her shoes, and it's reminded me. I was surfing around, and there was a website devoted to famous girls' bare feet. Okay? <laughs> and, it, and that further occurred to me that if even if you're really careful, you'd never do nude scenes... You never bathe topless for paparazzi or any of that stuff. If you're an actress, 
there's probably somebody in the world jerking off to a body part of yours at this very moment. Good grief. Did you realize that? <laughs> just just, just th- threw that out there just to... And now people are searching for I'm going to take it back to comics, and I'm going to ask a question <laughs> about this. So um, something I've always wondered is, does Namor can fly... So is it the little wings on his feet that make him fly? Because I feel like... No, I swear they established that once. Yeah, yeah he, they did. He, he, he cut them off. Rip, they were ripped. They were torn off. No, he cut them off. Well, Venom, Venom yeah. well, that was just recently... Um, John Byrne... No, this was back in John Byrne. No, 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 but I'm okay. just recently in um, Dark... Not Dark Rain. There, there's something where... I, it it might have been Dark... It was, I think it was Dark Rain. Or maybe, I swear it was before that because I was working at the other comic book store. But yeah, Ven- Venom took him off. But yeah, John Byrne's run, he went through like... It was like some toxic sludge or something like that. I forget. I hate John Byrne's. He always, you know what? He has that. I'm I, like a dog who's got to piss on his territory. Like he always like f- takes a character and will fuck it up just to fuck it up. Like the Vision, we fucked up the Vision, and it's t- it took twenty Man, years. T- speaking of bare feet, it took twenty years to get that character back. To no, I, I do agree. He 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 did. He have, does that every time. He had a tendency. He would come in, make some big drastic change, like right at the end of his run. Whether it was the end of his run or he's just like, okay, I'm done. I mean, he did that with other characters. I he also that, didn't yeah. seem to particularly like female uh, comic book characters. He, he always, well, they, all, you know what they, I mean, like, all women, you know, you meet a woman, everybody, we all have our sexual past. You know, we all do. Mm-hmm. But he seems to make make that into a plot point in almost every book. Every, ah. he, he, like, involves a woman's sexual past somehow in, in lots of storylines. He does. I love give this conversation. A, give me an example. Um, didn't he write the Ms. Marvel getting... No, that was uh, that, that was Chris Claremont. Okay. Um, no, Chris Claremont did the he he did the the follow up. Where I, I don't know if it was I'm thinking Roy Thomas. I could be wrong, but well, now, Chris Claremont like justif- or made it make sense because when it first happened, it was like she was she was basically brainwashed and raped and and had this guy impregnated her with himself so he could be reborn through right, her. I remember all that. that. And then, and then and then at the end she's like okay I'm gonna leave with him and the Avengers like okay see you yeah well, and <laughs> then there was that cool Michael Golden annual where she comes back and goes what the fuck were you guys thinking no it, yeah yeah it was it was, that that was annual good. and Chris Claremont wrote it and and she was like you guys I, I hate you guys you guys left let me go with him and all this and no one cared and they're like sorry <laughs> yeah duh. yeah so so you know say what you want about Chris Claremont I mean at least you know he but I wasn't saying that about Chris so much John but now I can't think of any examples but I know. That there are some, lots of them. So there, and I just can't think of them. I just recently, um, they, he, you guys he did, still have not explained whether or not he flies. Yeah, because he, he <laughs> in, in, in the the, the John Byrne series, he he lost his his wings and, huh. and couldn't fly. But he oh, has he them now, fly. right? Oh, I, I, thought, yeah, he I, thought, yeah, I thought he couldn't. I, I thought could he could fly. I don't remember. I, I, but that like, right here, he's hovering, and it looks like wings. Well, he has wings now. Yeah, they stick out. Yeah, they stick out. His little. Yeah. They, they, they grew back because just Sometimes. It, it was just a, a <laughs> few years them. ago Venom ripped them off because he lost them but then they wow. grew back and then they were torn off I could be wrong but can you imagine having wings ripped off of your feet that would hurt that so sounds, bad yeah that sounds horrible <laughs> well I think having anything ripped off your body hurts pretty bad well wings specifically like wings what sort of is because we can't like empathize with it so like we, we fill in the phantom pain that there must be uh, <laughs> what about the angel when he had his wings ripped off Angel? Are they going to kill the angel? Yeah, they had his wings ripped off. They, oh, that's where he yeah. became archangel. The metal wings. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, imagine how break, much that must have hurt, That huh? would break my heart if they kill him off. I, think, oh, I, I don't think they will. The I don't think they will. I think he's, he's going to be in, in the Age of Apocalypse world. I think they're going to put him, leave him up there. It's like, okay, you're a villain, you're evil. We're going to lock you away here. 
Because nope. I mean, he's he, Regenesis has already moved on, and so everything, all this stuff is taking place after the Dark Angel saga. So we have to assume. I mean, it, he, he's nowhere. He's that's not true, actually. Well, that's what I'm saying. So is he dead, or I hope he's not? They're, I don't think they're going to kill him. I mean, there's, there's, they've made him way too interesting. There's, to kill there's him. too many deaths. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't think you can have this big arc and then just end it with him dying. They'll, they'll, he'll be wounded or locked away or something. But I, he also had so much character development that killing him off now would just be right. But then Marvel's been killing weird. off lots of characters, so who yeah. knows? Um, so, anyways, I, I guess I think John Byrne wrote like a foreword for something because I saw Rob Liefeld tweet about it, and John Byrne said something like he he blamed the image creators for like affecting like his career. Like I I don't know did, did, when they formed Image that had some downfall to his whatever, and, yeah. and and I guess since then he he has never drawn an image character. Interesting. And he never, never. He said he never would. And Rob Liefeld, you know, he, you know, he was like, "This is interesting." He, but he, he kind of you know, gave his kudos to sticking to his guns and still not doing it. And but okay. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 I like his art. And I'm reading he, his new book set in the Cold War. There's two issues out. How are you not even seeing IDW? See, the thing is, IDW often goes like under the radar. It's like. They'll send us like press releases once in a while, but it's it's like. But then we won't get them for like two months. But, it's, but it's you like, don't you don't get previews catalog and go through it every. You know, I think you should. No, here I do get I do buy previews every month, and the reality is that I never get around to looking at it, and I'm, I'm buying it every month and I'm looking. I'm but it's it's just a matter. It's time management. It's always a problem. Time, isn't it? I got too much to do. Yeah, and, and your father and a, and a and a husband and trying to play video games. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he he also did he did FX at, at IDW before, which was I thought it was an interesting. Where he, it was a new character, and yeah, I, I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was it was a I think it was like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Right. So I and he he did a couple issues of um, Angel. He did Star Trek for a while too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did he did a he did a Star Trek with um it was like before Star Trek. It was uh, I forgot who did. There was like. I think there was like one episode. Pike? Was, was Christopher Pike? I don't know if it was Pike or something. There was a... Um, was it Yuhura's sexual past? Was that a big problem? <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> no, but there's, there's other characters. Exactly. I remember when he did that to Vision. You know, he turns Vision white, you know, color white. You know, he's, and then, or no, he was dismantled. He just yeah. left his, And then he left the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left the series. And there's been other other characters that he's done that too, but I don't know. But <laughs> and he did the porn, the porn movie, um, Superman, Big Bad of Porn. There movie. we go. That's one. <laughs> There's one of the perfect examples. Uh, Do you remember that? I don't. I don't even know about that. DC, Sleaze yeah. with like three E's. Who was a, an agent of apocalypse, and he and he brainwashes, um, he brainwashes, he captures and brainwashes Barda, Big Barda, and then he captures and brainwashes Superman. It was in DC Presents, not DC Presents. It was in Action Comics when there was that period where it was Superman teaming up with a different hero. It was right after um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. So the first issue was a two-parter. The first issue was Superman teaming up with Big Bard, and they really do team up, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and in the second issue, and, and so you don't know quite what, what, what they're planning, but you can see that he's about to shoot like, some sort of porn movie with a pair of them. And then the next thing you he's see is... He's not making is, a single word of this up. Next, this is, I can, is this like a comic book? Issue, I can absolutely verify everything the, that he's saying. Mr. Miracle is like, where the fuck's my wife gone? And then everybody's like, wow, have you seen this new porn movie? And he, he, he sees what, you know, he's like, oh my God, my, there's my wife being fucked by Superman. 
All right, this this one hundred percent verifiable. I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate this. And <laughs> no, you I'll, can't. I'll, it, there is a, on. I tell you, it's on a website list like crack.com. List. No, no, not crack.com. Oh, okay, well, it is on there. Oh, wait, it, might, it might be on there too. If you look up like <laughs> Superman Big Barter or something on crack.com, I'll take out the it. issue. <laughs> but there was the, the, a list that came out like in the last few days. Ironically, it was the ten worst things DC's ever published. Number one was Cry for Justice. Oh, but come number on now. but but the the porno. Superman, Big Barter was also on that list. I would say that's I worse. I don't know. That sounds worse than Cry for Justice. <laughs> well, I think Cry for Justice was just more recent, so they felt like it had more. Well, I mean, punch. you know, Final Crisis was on it. Uh, I mean, yeah. a, lo- a lot of things. Identity Crisis, they were all on. on oh, come list. on now. I actually really like Identity Crisis. I think that's one of the most mean spirited, horrible comics ever done. Mm. I really do. Identity Crisis. Yeah. Right, that What's that, Brad Meltzer? Yeah. yeah, but it had, you know, Ralph. Ralph you know, um, suit suit Dibney, all of that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I mean, sexual assault by Doctor Light. Yeah. Well, not sexual assault. I mean, she's raped. Yeah. Sexual assault is. Uh, although is she? Oh, anyway, <laughs> it's a. This is we we we're going down a very dark path. This got things going happen. All right, you are definitely clicking oh, the John explicit Byrne. box. It was for John Byrne with um with his porno with his butter. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look that issue. The character's name is Sleaze with like three or four E's. It is, is he, he like, like a big, slug. big character? Like a slug yeah, he looks like a big slug man with like but, sharks and a shark's mouth. I, I think I might. I, he I, he that, always wore like a trench coat and a fedora. Like he looked like someone who went to porno theaters. Like he was, he was a. Because that's that's when I first started by reading comics. <laughs> reading by comics was like right. I don't know how you missed that one. I don't know either because I, I remember and now I'm I'm starting to remember that Sleaze character. I mean, I was a kid, so maybe I you think it would have a bigger impression. Maybe I didn't understand what was going on. Maybe I don't know, but I know I was definitely. Reading, I should have that issue. I'll definitely dig through my garage and. Do you do you have all your old issues from when you were a kid? Uh, I do not. So so I started reading in like in '84, and as you know, the, the <clears throat> comics collection were getting bigger and bigger. I I gave away a lot, uh-huh. and to like Salvation Army, I'm just like you know hospitals, just like some... here here's a long box of comics, and you know I I kind of selected it's like stuff that I really really wanted to keep, I, but it's, it's just so many yeah. and. and what about you? Do you have all yours? No, I got rid of all mine. And I, I actually have rebought, like, I got rid of all of my war, war books. And I got, I've rebought, I have every issue of Our Army at War back to like 130 or something, 120. Oh. And, you know, all the enemy aces and stuff like that. So I've rebought certain key things that I loved. But a lot, so much of it that I, that I enjoy is in trade now. And I don't always feel the need to own the, the actual comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people do, but I, I like the trades. Yeah. When I first started buying, I was just like buying back issue after back issue because they were a lot cheaper back then. Oh yeah. And, and, and I remember just like 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 Spider Man and Batman. You know, I would just get all whatever I could, and you know, good stuff. Uh, moving on, Wolverine nineteen. So this is the end of what was this story arc called? <laughs> Goodbye, uh, Chinatown. Big trouble, little China. Great cover. It, it ended where they they had to have themselves swallowed by the dragons. <laughs> I really liked this arc. <laughs> it was it just it was very crazy. You had Fat Coburn there. Um, it's just I love how because Wolverine has been so serious lately. I really liked that they kind of took a step back and made a, just a fun arc. Like he's and he even like lists all the things he's gone through recently. So it was. I uh, love Ron. Fun. I've always wanted to work with Ron Garney. Yeah. I mean, we've never been able to make that happen. He's a deep Marvel, and I'm at DC, you know. Yeah. 
You know, I have to say, I, I, I really enjoy his art. I, I loved his, his Captain America wait, with, wait, with Mark Wade. These guys are... Um, are these... There was that Pete Milligan Wolverine series that was kind of set in the past with, like, a different Wolverine. Do you remember that? That came out, like, two, two years ago, three years ago? Mm, sounds familiar. I've just been so much Wolverine. Isn't this character from that, that big fat guy with the, with the marks... I can't see. Fat Cobra. Oh, that's Fat Cobra. I mean, all I know he's he's one. Of, I just know him from more from the Immortal Weapons, from the um, Immortal Iron Fist. Where the oh, yeah, that where he's from? Yeah. I mean, I, he may be around before that. Um, you liked his what? Did you like Captain Marvel? Um, Ron Garney when he did the, the Captain America with Mark Wade. Yeah, that, that, that was. A, Do you know what else I liked? And it was the first thing I ever said to him was, "This is something that I missed the first few issues of this," and. So I'm waiting for the trade, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah, says it's fantastic. It's, it's great. Well, yeah. well, we're talking about, I was talking about Journey. Journey. There was an ad in, in the Wolverine issue for Journey into Mystery. And uh, I've heard excellent things about it, but I'm still waiting to read it. See, I don't normally like Asgard Thor stories, but it's there's something about it. I mean, and you got Kid Loki, which, which I think is an interesting character. I think it's the best Loki's been in forever. Because he's he's still evil, but well, he's, he's not, he's not pure he's evil. Like, well, he's, he's, he's a, mischievous. He's a mischievous boy, yeah, yeah he's, Sprite. He's, he's innocent in that he's a kid, but he still has his dark roots, and and it's 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 been very interesting. And now, now that, that Thor is dead, yes, and we have, what is Tannerus? Yes. And... Everyone, that, that's the weird thing. So no one remembers Thor. Everyone thinks Tanner was always around. You know, he was with the Avengers and all that. Except for Loki is the only one that knows I, I Thor think was alive. they made a mistake um, revealing that he was a bad guy in the first issue. I agree. I agree I think they could have kept that going for six months before they revealed that. Yeah. Well, just that, you know, and Thor, Thor dies and then he's, he's like awake at the end. You know, he's going to, I don't think he's going to Valhalla. He's going somewhere. Because I, I think it's I, there's a preview I think for the next issue where like this is where gods go when they die or they said or, that at the end of the first issue maybe that was it when the, yeah the big whale is eating all those ships yeah so, <laughs> I don't know hopefully it'll bring a bit bolder as well they always I mean I've been lucky I guess in that my favorite Marvel characters were all the weird ones when they killed off Black Bob they brought him back yeah and and I I do like Bolder the Brave who they killed off bring him back. You can't kill gods. <laughs> I'll come back. That's the whole whole thing for gods. To come back. Daredevil number six. This is a great issue. Marcos Martin, it's, it's yeah. art and color. Mark Wade writing. Did it's, Marcus color that great. too? No, um, he didn't. No, he didn't. Um, but it it's it's beautiful. So, um, Bruiser is this guy who is trying to work up the ranks by beating up superheroes. Right. Um, Most super villains too, because he beat up the ox. That's right. Okay. Um, so now he's going to be fighting Daredevil. The only complaint that I really had with this issue was the fact that um, it doesn't seem like it's a good transition from the previous int- issue because you don't have that. You know, it just kind of like just sort of happens, just sort of starts. So I, it feels a little bit disconnected from issue what five, five. Of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So that was the only problem I had with it. Um, other than that, though, I mean, it's a beautiful story. And I, I love the way that um, Wade lets uh, Francisco. Is it no? It's Marcus Martin. This one. I love the way that Wade allows Marcus Martin to sort of tell the story with his heart. Like Daredevil will show up in a panel, but they can't hear him. You know what I mean? Like he's so good that he, like he's he's silent, 
and they just continue talking. Like the two thug yeah. guys continue to speak, and it's just cool. Like right. I, I, it's a it's a great issue. Mm-hmm. Paulo Rivera also. Paulo Rivera is back next issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way they're doing it in the three issue arc, so they can make so it's sort of a consistent book. Mm-hmm. I think more books should do that. I'd, I'd like to do that with a with a book. I see. That's the thing. I I totally get, especially these days, you know, where some artists might not be able to do a monthly book, you know, whatever. And I don't want them to skimp on their work to to meet the deadlines. But I also don't want to, you know, read it. <coughs> To have art like ours alternate between you know at least in the same art you know because yeah. when you look at it when it's collected as a trade it to me I, I think it, it's just like when when schism comes out you know that that was had five different artists you know each issue and and when you try to read it as one continuous story to me even if you want to say okay these are separate chapters you can kind of look at it that way you know that's a little better than when it's in the same issue I, I enjoyed schism for that reason I thought that was a good use of the different artists, but I didn't. But I. But I, I've. I've read like arcs of um, the Avengers, especially when you read those in trade, mm-hmm. the Bendis Avengers. That are, you know, and one issue it's Daniel Acuna, Acuna, mm-hmm. is it? And the next yeah. issue it's someone else with a very very different style. And it's and when it's one storyline, it really yeah. takes you out of the takes you out of the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's my biggest I mean, that, complaint. That's the the good thing about like also Brubaker, like he's had really consistent long runs with various artists, mm-hmm. and that's helped him a lot, I think. And but that's the problem with with FF, is because you know with Fantastic Four, you know, um, Hickman and Epting did a lot together, but FF, you know, Epting was on there, then you had um, Barry Kitson, then you had I, I don't think Mark Bagley did one, but no. I mean no, yeah. it's it's just there's just been so many different artists, yeah. and it's just. When you look at the trade, it's just gonna yeah, yeah. be jarring that you know. So Daredevil is very good. Um, we'll see what the now that this first arc is over, second arc's over. So I worked with him once, Marcus Martin. It's a real, real pleasure to work with that guy. Very good eyes. It's great. Ultimates number four. Yeah. There's a big reveal here. Yeah. Is there ever? That's it. Is it? <laughs> Uh, are you going to reveal what the reveal is, or are you no, going? No, I, I you're not going to spoil it for people. I, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, it is on I'm, the very last page. Yeah, I want people to buy that. So it, it's yeah, continuing the story. You know, Hickman is also writing this, um, and yeah, so Thor gets his butt kicked, and nice we, and we find out who who the big villain is, and yeah. it's whatever his name. I, is. I I actually saw it coming. Oh, fair I, enough. Because cause Norm read this the other day. He's like, whoa, do you reveal? Now I joked that I was just going to go to the last page. So I read it this morning. And then, like, a few pages before, I was like, it's probably going to be blank. And, <laughs> it's and funny that Captain Britain has a hole in his ass in his costume. <laughs> do you see that? I did I not. not see that. Look, he's, he's got, like, a hole in his ass. <laughs> yeah, his they, were, they, they, were, they were, like, Maybe they were doing something to him. Yeah, he was on the table. He was, he was Cap- I like that it's, it's Jamie Braddock is Captain Britain. I think that's, that's an interesting twist instead of Brian... Oh yeah, that is an Jamie interesting was, twist. He was just messed up character. Yeah. Yes, yes. Really, I think. Why do I not know this artist? It's such a good art. He said Rebecca. What has he done before? Uh, Loki. Loki. That's right. <laughs> Loki. So Ultimates is, is good. Um, X Men Legacy two fifty nine. Normally, I haven't really been a huge fan of the Legacy books. I feel like it's kind of been all over. I mean, this one has mainly been. Rogue and Gambit and Magneto. Um, the last arc, they were they went out in space. They had to rescue Havoc, um, Polaris, Jean Grey, and that 
other dude, the Shi'ar dude, has a big sword with the Phoenix essence in it. I forget his name. So basically, I had to go get the, the Star Jammers. Um, my problem with this is this takes place like after Schism, after the Regenesis one shot, because it goes back where Rogue is still trying to decide is she going to side with Cyclops or is she going to side with Wolverine? We already know where she goes. What's good is we get to see a little bit more of that. Um, we, we get to see Havoc and, and Cyclops talking. You know, because right. you think, you know, Havoc's been out in space all this time. <coughs> you would think, even though Scott's kind of stiff and emotionless, he would want to talk to his brother and find out, you know. So, and it's interesting because Scott actually has to explain the whole, why they had this fight. You know, what, why, what Wolverine, he, it's almost like he's justifying Wolverine's decision. Right. So, so that was interesting. And then what, what happens is a character comes back, I'll just say. They, <laughs> they, they find it. Um, someone had been kind of torn apart and, and bits of them were like in the, the different people around, the different mutants that were, the members that were out in space and they had to kind of have to put it together and figure out who it was and I don't know if it was revealed who, who this character was that was coming back um, I hadn't heard about it so it, it was it was a nice nice surprise that I wasn't spoiled as to who, who it was that came back and I won't say who <laughs> Thunderbolts 166. I really am enjoying this particular story of the Thunderbolts. <laughs> what I think what a lot of people are saying, I mean, you know, Jeff Parker's been doing a great job with Thunderbolts, but they need to get back to the present. I agree. Yeah. And <laughs> it's 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 very interesting, but it's just like And I miss I miss like Ghost and some of the other characters. Yeah. And they I mean, aren't in this. Did they ever Did reveal who that other Scourge was? Hmm? Did we the, the big, Scourge? The big I think they did. one, like the axe, I think. I think they did. Why don't you? Anyway, though, the, the, I could still see them them pulling some interesting storylines out of this, but I do hope that this is the last one. It's like it's time to. Um, I don't think it is. Oh boy. I, I think it's it's. I mean, I don't think the story. I, I just mean the I last one of them in the past, obviously not the last Thunderbolts. Yeah, story, I, I, I didn't, actually really I like didn't finish this, but I don't think it's. I don't think it, it's it's concluded. I mean. Oh no, this issue isn't. But I mean, this story arc should be the last. Oh, yeah, one yeah. of them in the past. They yeah. should. Yeah. Get back to the future. No pun intended. <laughs> Flash Gordon. Z- how do you say that? Zeitgeist. Dynamite Entertainment. I I really, 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 really enjoyed this. There's some growling in the room. That's my dog. Rex dog doesn't like Flash Gordon. Apparently not. What's up with you, buddy? Shush. So, um, this is written by Eric Trotman, who I think is doing uh, Vampirella. Wonder yeah, he does a lot of dynamite books. Um, he, the, he, he wrote... Um, he wrote Nightwing and Flamebird for towards the end of yeah, um, right. the whole Krypton thing that I did. Yeah. Um, the art in here is very nice. I mean, it's what what I like about this. The main thing is this takes place like I think it's like 1943, right? Or 1939, I forget. So it's not like they're trying to update it. Like when you look at like the the current Green Green um, Hornet, where it's, it's like you know Green Hornet's kids and everything. It's yeah, modern. Yeah. It's like that that all works and everything. But I like that they're not trying to. Modernized Flash Gordon. That they're keeping they're it in a time period. Sci-Fi Channel tried to do that. It was terrible. Yes, uh, there, there oh, were certain, I, I didn't even, <laughs> there I saw certain characters that should exist in their like like Flash Gordon really exists in the in that era. He doesn't mm-hmm. f- fit one in the present day. Yeah. So I I was very impressed with. That. I I really enjoyed this. Now there is also another Flash Gordon comic by Ardeem. Um, I forget the company. Um, I don't really know much about that company. All I know is when I posted my review, there was a comment from them. It was like, 
why pay a dollar for this when you can read issue zero and issue one for free? They're offering it free somewhere. Because Flash Gordon's, um, was it open domain? Is Public that, domain. Public domain. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, so. When did that happen? I don't know, but there's there's two Flash Gordon comics on the stands now. I mean, same thing about like John Carter, you know, because uh, Dynamite yeah. has, has Warlord of Mars and Mar- so Marvel's confusing. doing their own <laughs> yeah, John yeah. Carter, so. <laughs> Also, there's um, a movie coming out. Yeah, <laughs> but they like it. That must have been. That must have like just happened. They must have. That must have just gone into public domain. I don't know. There's like. I think it's the first. It's the first three books or something are in public domain. And then, but, you, but not all. The, I believe I read somewhere that not all of the John Carter books are in public domain. Do you know how how that whole system works? Because like, who, I think someone, it's after it's really, a certain number of years, and it's like the copyright expires. Yeah. So. Um, then the property becomes public. It's yeah, it's, it's complicated. I, I, I did a, 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 a Sherlock Holmes script many years ago for New Line, and Sherlock Holmes is in public domain, mm-hmm. but you can't reference any of the actual. You couldn't. You can't adapt the, the stories. They're not somehow for some reason they're not in public domain, but Sherlock Holmes is in public domain. So you can write a new Sherlock Holmes story, but you have to have permission from the rights holder to adapt the study in Scarlet or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, what's going to happen, when's Superman going to be public domain? I don't know. Because that's, you know, 1938 is when he came out, and perhaps I, someone brought that up in the office the other day. I who, who that's that. interesting. I have no idea. And, yeah, why is Flash Gordon in public domain? Flash Gordon first started in, I don't know what year Flash Gordon first started. Cause it, I, in I, the I, early 30s. Disney's been dealing with, like, Mickey Mouse, like, you know, struggling or whatever. I know there's been some things, you know, keeping Mickey Mouse under, you know, their copyright. So yeah, I don't know. How is that? I don't know. It's in, it is interesting, isn't it? See, I, I don't know. I thought that there was something like as long as you publish something, but I don't think that's the case. Not like as long as you keep doing... I, I don't know what the, the, the details of it... And, you know, is Superman at some point going to be public domain and then we could see him... I wonder if, like, Disney could... would have a case because Mickey's sort of like their logo and it's a representative of Disney as a company. Mm-hmm. But then you got the other characters, yeah, but like Minnie Mouse isn't. So could we, could I could I do a Minnie Mouse meets the shade comic? That would be cool. <laughs> you know what I just discovered last weekend that what? Goofy was not his original name. What was his original name? His original name was Dippy Dog, D A W. Oh, interesting. Because um, we went out to breakfast and my daughter took a comic. She's, she's been reading a lot lately and like reading at the tables. Like she's reading comics. So how can I tell her not to read right, at right, the table? Right. But. <laughs> So she, she brought a, a comic because you know we had to wait for our table and everything, and it was a it was a, a Mickey Mouse from a free comic book day. I don't know if it was this year or the year before or whatever, and it was like the old strips. It was like you know the black and white, and and there was this character looked like, and I, was, I looked over Charlotte. I was like, who's that? She's like, it, it looks like Goofy, but he was a little more haggard. Like his teeth looked a little off, more you know more unusual than looks kind of like a hobo, didn't it? Yeah, kind of like, and you know he was a little more fuzzy and everything, and. I was like, Dippy, because it said on there, you know, Mickey's like, hey, Dippy. And, and <laughs> so I, then I, was, so I take out my phone and look up Dippy, and yeah, that was his first name, and then they later changed it to Goofy. Interesting. So that's the whole thing, like Stand By Me, I think is where he came up there, like, you know, that is, drove is, me nuts, is by Goofy the way. a dog? I, or, or? I had that thought before I saw Stand By Me when I was a little boy, <laughs> and it, would, it drove me insane. Because <laughs> like, you got Goofy and you got Pluto. Yeah. Uh, but I guess he was a dog, because he used to be called Dippy Dog. And it blew me away because I never knew that. And you know, Betty you know Boop started out as a dog. Do you know if he originated... There, there were some characters that originated in the comic strip, in the newspaper strip, and some that 
do, do you know if he did? I have a feeling Goofy might have originated in the comic strip. I don't remember. I, I looked it up. It's on Wikipedia. Yeah, I, I, right. I, I, I saw Dippy Dog. Interesting. Uh, Thunder Agents. Yes. You guys know about Thunder Agents? Yeah, I was going to write that book, actually. Uh-oh. Should we not talk about it? No, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't... I, I, I felt at the time that um, the, the way to make Thunder Agents work, because I didn't want it to be... You know how red, those Red Circle books came out and they didn't really have mm-hmm. any effect? I said that to to uh, to Dandideo that I thought the way to make Thunder Agents work was that it should be like... And at the time, you know, Checkmate was all villainous mm-hmm. and... There were those. There were all these different organizations, but they didn't really have a shield, like a really good shield that really worked. And I said, "Is that you have to have Thunder Agents in everything? Like they have their own book, but they appear as, you know, to mop up the mess after. You know, the the, the, the Red Jacket Thunder Agents. Mm-hmm. So you just have the sense that they're, they're all over the DC universe. And I had a whole backstory and why you hadn't heard of them and blah 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 blah. And he said, "Well, he said he said he agreed with me, but he said that with that particular deal, they have to pay a license holder for every time they appear." Mm. Mm. So he said, "We just can't do that. It would be too too cost prohibitive." Hmm. So, so, so I ended up doing something else instead, and um, Nick Spencer did it. And he, he's, yeah. it he, the version he's done, which is reminds me of an old TV, uh, an old uh, series called Strike Force Moratory that came mm-hmm. out yeah, totally. years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think he's done an excellent job with it, and it's a, a real, real joy to read. Yeah. So the premise for those who don't know is basically these these agents volunteer to gain superpowers. But they're gonna burn out and die eventually. So it's like you're making this ultimate sacrifice. You know, you want to right. work for them, but you're gonna die. Your days are originally late. it was just lightning in the original original series, mm-hmm. and then he extrapolated that that it's all of them. Yeah. So I, I missed the last um, series. By, well, by it's just been collected. So you have yeah, yeah. So I, I gotta get because Cafu did the art, I guess, and I really like his art on Grifter. So I, I, did you read the? It just came out. The Captain Atom. Collection of all my Captain Atom stories from the backup in Action Comics. I read them in there in the backups. I well, that was That was all Cafe. I don't know. See, I, I totally when I I, I recognized the art and Grifter, I was like, I really like this, and it looked familiar. But I just never. I guess it was one of those. You know, sometimes where you just dive into the comic. You don't. You know, you don't pay attention to who wrote or drew it or. or so, I didn't see. Haven't seen the collection. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. You know, where they, hundred page comics. You know, the mm-hmm. ones they do that we print stuff. Oh yeah. So um, I, I would urge people to buy that book. I, I don't normally. I'm, I'm really promoting myself today, aren't I? I don't <laughs> no, no that. That, that's a good thing because my my problem with with the the second features is some of them didn't make sense. Who were they were paired with, like in, in the main book? Well, Captain Adam would have made when we originally were going to do World of New Krypton. It was originally going to be like six six issues with lots of spin-offs and everything else. And we were setting up a whole battle of magic against Kryptonians, hmm. and. That was why, in in work for people that care, in in World of New Krypton, mm-hmm. when Adam Strange and Superman go to that place and they've harvested all those aliens, mm-hmm. those aliens they were harvesting for their skin, which is they're the aliens that that gave Captain Atom his 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 his, his, his atom skin. Mm-hmm. So we established that he's impervious to magic, and so they were there was going to be this this whole group that we're going to take on the. the the magical part of Earth's defense. So we had all that planned, and then at the last minute, we can't use magic in this. It's you know, blah blah blah. So <laughs> we had to. So all that got thrown out, and it yeah. became four issue, hundred minute war. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I think collecting all those second features is a good thing because 
I'm sure there's some people, you know, if you weren't reading Streets of Gotham, you didn't get the Manhunter yeah. backups that, you know, if you cared about Manhunter. I, I didn't care about <laughs> Manhunter so much. I never read the series before. You should read the trades, because they're worth reading. They're really well done. I, I, I confess I haven't read the Manhunter backup either, but Andrejko did a great job on those, on those mm-hmm. trades. Someday. Someday when comics start getting, or, or stop printed, I'll have time to read. Well, that could happen... <laughs> Ghost Rider number six. So uh, here's the thing: they cancel that book, haven't they? It, it, the days are numbered, so it's like why? Why? Uh, are they finishing thing. the arc? Um, well, this was like this. I don't know. It, it, I'm not sure if this is the last issue or not. See, it doesn't say in the back. This was a self-contained story. I mean, it ends, okay, there's more here. Next issue. Um, I think it's unfortunate that. This character, Alejandra, whatever her name is, is not really getting a chance. I haven't really given it a chance myself. Um, I haven't read all the issues. And I didn't read it. this one, but I really liked everything that led up to it. I, I think it's really interesting. Um, I, I, it felt a little weird, a couple things, the way she, she spoke in here a little bit, but I, I like the idea. I, I'm not a, a big Johnny Blaze fan. I, I like Dan Ketch. That's your generation. To me, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider will always be Johnny Blaze. Because I grew up with Johnny Blaze, and his and his original costume was way cooler than that, that stupid catch one with the chain and the, the boot, the spiky belt, and the, <laughs> spiky it was the everything. 90s, as I recall, it was, it was angsty. <laughs> yeah, I know everybody was looking like that. That was mm-hmm. a terrible time for for um, costume design. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's unfortunate. I don't know what they're gonna do with with this character if if she's just gonna go away at the end when this book is canceled or. And the the weird thing is that. Uh, the the next Ghost Rider movie comes out in February, right when this book is getting cancelled, and apparently Marvel has no plans to capitalize on the movie. I mean, they're not putting the movie out themselves, so it's like, but they're not doing anything to promote to Ghost Rider yeah. when the movie's going to be in theater. It's like... Do you, you think know. that's a bad decision? Like, I mean, they have the potential to make some money. Yeah, I mean, even, even if they're not making a movie, and even if they don't agree with, the, you know, the way it's portrayed or anything like that, it's mm-hmm. like... Could sell some books, maybe. Some... But we've we've discussed before. There's really no correlation between a movie's release and book sales going up. Yeah. <laughs> I have, have you seen the trailer for the new Ghost Rider movie? Mm-hmm. It looks pretty good, hasn't it? I, you know, I, <laughs> I think it looks goofy. I haven't seen the first one way. yet. I I bought the uh, Blu-ray for like seven bucks. <laughs> I know I still haven't watched. It. I, I have the Blu-ray sealed. Yeah. I bought it because it was super cheap. And I feel like I should watch it, but I didn't. But yeah, the really don't need to watch it. The, the trailer, it, it could be. I mean, it looks a little, little more violent, more aggressive, more actiony. Well, I like the second Punisher movie. Not, not many people do. I know I'm in the minority, but I like that. That was mean, so. Wait, wait, wait. Mean, well, Tom Jane or the one with Ray Winston? Ray Winston. Okay, okay. not Ray Winston. Because um, we had Dolph Ray Lundgren. Stevenson. Stevenson. Don't forget Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or, or do do oh, forget? Could I do, ever do forget? <laughs> but that Ray Stevenson one, I really liked it, and I liked how just fucking violent was the bit mm-hmm. where he just shotguns that guy's face off right in front of you is so <laughs> shocking um, but I so so maybe I'm not the right person to ask but mm-hmm. I, 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 like well, I like the Tom Jane one so apparently I'm in an even bigger minority than you are that, 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 that had its moments it was good I just didn't like there's too much like the what's her name Rebecca Romain yeah, yeah, like yeah. her character and then you know he's yeah you know, it's like whatever I mean it was welcome back Frank only abridged it's like yeah. severely abridged yeah. Spaceman, I'm gonna read this. I haven't. It was it was sold out when I went to the comic <laughs> store, but uh, I love the first issue. 
There wasn't there a zero issue? No, I don't believe it was. No, the first issue was a dollar. A dollar. Okay, so I I read that. I didn't read this. I don't know. It's a weird, 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 weird book. It's very weird. Is it a miniseries or is it an ongoing book? It is a nine-issue miniseries. What is it about? It's about mature readers. It's about a... It's about a... Pirate? Strange future with strange slang. Strange future with a guy... The space guy is sort of like semi-retarded. Okay. And but he wants to save this kid that's kidnapped. It's 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 a complicated to explain, but it, you should read it. You do, you might like it. It's one of those things where it kind of needs a glossary because they are just throwing out slang like fake future slang in here that they you like have to kind of extrapolate what it means by context. Okay. That can be a little bit daunting. Because yeah, I, I was going to review the first issue because we we bought we have it here. So it's there if you want to read it. Yeah. Um, I, I started reading read it, it, but then I I didn't get through. It was like getting the, the end of the day, so I didn't I didn't get around to reviewing it. And, it's definitely something different. Does Brian Azzarello have an exclusive contract with DC? I believe so. I see. Are you guys? I don't. We haven't. I haven't been in here so long. I apologize for that, by the way. I'll make a point of coming in more often. But um, yeah. good. Come in next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy. Soon. soon. Uh, but um, <laughs> do you guys like Wonder Woman? Do you like what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Wonder yes. Woman? Yes. Yes. I do. Yeah. I um. I know what his plans are. They're fantastic. Well, go on. I, yeah. I, I can't reveal them, obviously. Exclusive. But you, you guys will be thrilled with what his plans are for that book. People have been... The, my gripe with the people that are reading it, um, they're so hung up on the change of her origin and, and making Zeus her father that they're not giving the book a chance. They're like, yes, it's, it's good, but I'm so upset about this. You know, sometimes I feel like you just need to let go of things that you knew because... You have those stories, and you'll always have those stories, yeah. but change isn't always bad. Who do you think is more finicky, comic book fans or music fans? I don't know. They're both. Because <laughs> it seems like, difficult. yeah, like letting that hold you back on what is an on what is a phenomenal great story. book. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, um, is like like the whole Starfire fiasco. You know, yeah. the first issue, people are complaining that she doesn't remember anything and, and all this stuff like that. But if you read the third issue, you see that there's there's more to it than. You know the first issue led you. I think people are complaining well, about a lot more. That than is the, the problem memory. with comics in general. Is the internet now mm-hmm. in that communication is so swift that you can't do anything. Like you can't. Like I mean, I'm very aware of it only because of actually Cry for Justice and stuff like that. But you can't kill off anyone anymore with the idea that they're not really dead and you go and you intend to bring them back in like five issues. You, I mean, obviously you can you can do that, but you, you run the risk of people just freaking out online and souring the book before you've had a chance to, to, to do your whole storyline, if you're not careful, nowadays. And that obviously wasn't the case back in the day when, you know, fans fans really would only communicate with each other in the comic book stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it was a much smaller, little localised opinion pool. That's another reason why I, I kind of don't want to read previews. Is like I I don't want to know what's going to happen. Well, that is I've, I've actually written about that somewhere I, in a in a I forget where I where I read it where I wrote it. No, it wasn't for us. It was like an introduction <laughs> in a, in a com- it, it was in a it was in a, I think it was in a text piece in Cry for Justice which oh. you've never read. I, I did read it. What, the, I the, read the text read. pieces. No, there. I, that's I did. What I, mean. I did read Cry for Justice. Yeah, no, you hated it. You got upset. Yeah, yeah I know. Because right. you were because but three ways you're 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 because you're. You're so anyway, moving sexually on. Sexually blinkered that you couldn't. That's right. that um, you couldn't. 
Yes. That, that see that people can sometimes have, have fun involving threes. All right. Okay. So. You were saying. I was saying that the text piece, <laughs> it, oh, it was the fact that you, you, you nowadays, yes, there is, you, it's really hard to not have, um, to surprise people because of the previews catalog and online solicitation and everything else. And I remember even back when I was, um, when I was, you know, younger buying books, all the major books, you you knew what their covers were before they came out. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the very last issue of Dark Knight Returns, with, with the red silhouette with him and, for some reason, that cover was nowhere in any of the solicitation or any. So it was the. It, I remember it, and going in and, and like Forbidden Planet in in England in London mm-hmm. had had covered their whole window with the, with this issue like it's in you know big event. And I was like, oh, this thrill that I hadn't experienced since, you know, when when I, when you were a kid and you would go. I, I would go because we would get we would get the American comics would come every month. It didn't come out weekly. You just get a big lump of them. So you'd you'd come in and you'd buy the new books and then. The next week you go back and you maybe buy some of the ones that hadn't, they hadn't sold that you kind of wanted but you didn't want them as much as the f- first ones. And then, you know, by the last week you're kind of picking through and, you know, and you're just hoping for the new... And then the next, that week when the new books came in, it was like, oh, you see those new covers and it's all exciting again. So, um, so we don't get to experience that nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking like the X-Men Legacy, the, the character came back. I don't really care about that character. Okay, can I see that book? <laughs> but... What what it, what was cool is you you there's this big like tease as to you know who who's it going to be you know because it's someone they kind of know and you know all this stuff like that and then so I just enjoyed the fact that I did not know who did, who was coming back and then when I saw it, I was like oh that that's cool even though I don't really care about this character it was still cool because I didn't know who it was or that who was coming so yeah I hate when publishers spoil it. For you ahead oh, of time. That is the worst. That so is the thing, worst. Like, fan, Johnny Storm. It was two days before the issue came out. You know, we everyone knew he was going to die. And yeah. then, um, the day six hundred came out, then they said he's back. So it's just <laughs> like, I mean, at least they waited till that, that morning. But who is this character? I can't tell you. <laughs> no, that there there's a kind of a teaser. They they, they mentioned like, the character's name. I'll, I'll tell you later. Oh. I don't want to spoil it. For I got to get people to buy it, or otherwise you're going to say, "Why do I need to buy it?" No, no, absolutely, I agree with that. But I'm just—I I don't have no idea no who this character is. And I'm just, I try and—is—is is she dating Magneto? No. Rogue. She's torn between the two. Have they? Magneto. Have they had sex? I don't know. She can control her powers now. Like they were kind of together. That was—that was her whole thing. Does she go with her? Her current but boyfriend. She had sex with, with Ford. Where she, she's only had sex with like Century or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? According to Bendis, yeah. Um, no, but she's she's been with Gambit now because she finally got cured. Uh, I think it was in, in in Legacy in the series. Professor X and Danger were able to go into her mind and get her to. to, to turn I it hope off. she doesn't have a three-way with Magneto and Gambit because Sarah will be apoplectic. She will just be throwing comics around the place with fury. Give That's what I hope. Back. That's what I, I'm fearful of. Other books um, that came out: Archie meets Kiss. My yeah. copy is not here. Yeah. Um, so Matt Elfring reviewed it, five out of five. Yeah, really, good. Did he really? He, really? he gave it a five. He loves Kiss. Yeah. Um, oh, that so, explains a lot. So I, 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 yeah, there's that copy. Um, Red Skull number five came out. Um, I don't have that here. How is that? Um, it was it was a great series. I mean, 
you feel how, how you know. Like, I missed I missed the first couple, and so it's, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely worth picking up as a trade. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 it's been good. Red Skull can't die enough for me. Like and this this book kind of just reinforces that, even though like they're not trying to make him sympathetic, obviously, because he's not like Magneto. But there is a pilot season book. I Sarah, you read that? I didn't get a chance to look at that. It's called Fear, A Theory of Everything. It's a great book. It's a great Sci-fi, book. yeah. Okay. Really, really cool. Uh, and then one I read from Archaea is called Rust. It's like like a two hundred page book. It's um it's it's all sepia tone. Yeah. It's it's beautiful art. Um, I, actually, I can, I can. Is it? There used to be a Rust comic years ago. Is it? No, it's it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's it basically it it's it starts off there's this war and there's like um humans and robots and then. It's like years later, you know. It's this, this guy in his farm, and there's this, this battle. And there's this, this it looks almost like a kid with a, a jetpack, and then there's this big giant robot. And mm-hmm. so it, it was just it was. There's a twist to it. Um, there, there's some like cool effects, and nice no, up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's. I would have totally missed it. So I mean, it since it's archaic, it's, it's a hardcover. It's you know, it's. Like I said, 200 pages. That looks real good. Um, it, it was great. I'm I'm so glad that I got to read this because I totally would have missed out on. Did this. you review it? Yeah, I did review is it. Five star review. Five star. Yeah. Um, and I, I talked to to the writer. Um, so this is volume one. So Royden Lepp. Um, oh, definitely check it out. I mean, it, it's it's it, it's beautiful. I mean, and I mean, Arcade does a good job on their hardcovers. I mean, they, you know, they they put that in there and and um, so now we gotta wait for volume two. That, that was good. Um, is there anything else this week? I think that was it. Um, so that was the comics. So Woo. it was weird. Basically, the only... I mean, DC didn't put out a lot this week. I mean, they had uh, Thunder Agents. Now, is Thunder Agents supposed to take place in the regular DC universe? Um, I don't think that's ever been... I mean, it, it was originally going to. Yeah. Because I was going to be writing a Justice League Thunder Agents crossover comic one or one shot, but I don't know now if it is. I mean, because it's, it's very interesting, and you know, I'm curious, and I, I do got to pick up the, the first trade. I'm curious where where this is going to go, and but again, this is going to be one like Huntress, like um, Shade, where it's probably not uh, it's not going to get a lot of attention. I know there there's been an ad for um, Thunder for the first trade has been popping up in issues, but. It doesn't have New 52 on there, so they're not going to push it. Yeah, I know. That's It's a shame they're doing that, isn't it? Oh, another comic came out this week was Uncharted. Oh, uh, Josh Williamson. Josh Williamson. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, our store got shorted. I think they're actually getting their books in today, so we'll have our copy next week. Oh, Uncharted yeah. too. And I, I, I don't know if I should... I, yeah, i, I got more to say about that. But it's got Adam Hughes was doing the covers, oh. and... Um, I would have liked to read the that. name of the artist. Diamond, I guess, messed it up. There, there, yeah, everything has been really weird this week because Thanksgiving was last week. So Ninja Turtles, yeah. TMNT. You know, I don't know how to run issue four already because I reviewed issue one. And I have a confession: I've never, ever, ever read an issue of Ninja Turtles. I like the original yeah. Eastman and, and Larry. So funny. Why, she, why are you so amused by that, Miss Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and I, I got suckered into buying History, History of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. It's, it's Do you know what else came out this week? One of those. Uh, talking about Nick Spencer. Uh, and it, it sucks because I've got to now take it back. Oh, yeah, I didn't morning. open it. The Morning Glory's hardcover yeah. collection. I've never read Morning Glories. Yeah, there's a page that was not lettered. 
So I, I, I can't get to, I can't read. It's lucky I didn't open take the, take the plastic off. So well, it goes back to Isotope Comics. I'm sure they would have taken it. I, I'm, I'm sure if, if you opened it... I guess you have to open it to, because to find out if know. the page is yeah. missing. Yeah, and, yeah. and Diamond or whoever is saying, you know, re- return the copies, so I'm sure they would take them back. Now, did Nick Spencer do Infinite Vacation? He did that also, right? I have no idea. Because that, that's supposed to be a five-issue yeah, miniseries. Yeah, I think he did. I, cause I, really, I enjoyed that, but only, I think only three issues have, have been out, and that's another weird, weird story. He's cool. So um, that's the news for this week. I mean, that's the comics for this week. <laughs> As far as news, not a whole lot. Uh, for one thing, we sort of got to see what the lizard's going to look like in The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, how's that look? Well, they, there is an image of a Pez dispenser. <laughs> oh. But it's, so, it's, it's not like a regular Pez dispenser, because it's, it's almost like a bust. I mean, you, you got a little bit of like, the shoulders on there. That's not as fun. How, um, who's playing the lizard? Um, I know who's playing the lizard. Welsh, Re- Welsh Re- actor, yeah. Which is a shame, because the, the guy that... The, he, the poor guy who played it for two movies yeah or, he's like maybe this movie I'm gonna be the lizard yeah and, nope sorry dude so yeah I, I don't know and then there's a a, a sketch uh, that, that came out but I, I think that image was out earlier you know like a what do you call it the, 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 the pro, not production uh, when they're making a movie and they got the character the, design made, yeah that's yeah. The so there, there's one on the lizard where he's wearing no clothes got no purple pants or anything. He's nude. Yeah. Nude lizard. I don't see his penis. <laughs> his leg was, he was kind of twisted to the side, so you, you can see. Oh so I like to do goodness. nude self-portraits his, his in that coy way, too, so. <laughs> oh, no. What? You gotta pay if you want to play. Why are you burning it? I did me doing a nude self-portrait. Huh? What? No. Anyway, what's next? Go on. So, um, yeah, so maybe we get to see the lizard, so there's that. Um, Wolverine, The Wolverine, the sequel, they're saying it's still on track, people oh. are worried about the delays. Who's directing it? It was. It's not Darren Aronofsky anymore. No, no. it's not. Oh, it was uh, something gold. Something. I forgot his name, but I, I mean they've been talking about it for a while. Um, because of all the catastrophe in Japan, you know, there's some delays with that. But they they said that they are on track. They're looking to start shooting in spring, um, probably because Hugh Jackman has to do Les Mis Miserables. Oh, he's Les doing Les Miserables. Like, is he? Yeah, oh. I think he's he's doing that. So. Isn't he on? He's on Broadway right now. He is on Broadway right now. Yeah. Tripping the light, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fantastic. <laughs> um, Christian Bale talked about Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Um, I guess he apparently sat there for the screen test, like him and and Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So I I think that would be I don't know. Be, be, yeah, like here I'm an actress and I got these two dudes that are gonna judge me because that's what you do in a screen test and mm-hmm. and I, I guess he said that there was um, many accomplished actresses there but we don't know who all tried it you know there's been different you know rumors who tried out but he said that Christian Bale said I think he, he said that he hates doing auditions whatever but Anne Hathaway like came in and she took ownership of the character and he, and he, he said something but she didn't have a lot of time to prepare for it so I don't know if it was I don't know how the casting call went out because yeah. you know no one knew that Selena Kyle was supposed to be in it. So I don't know if, if they just said, "Hey, we need a female character, blah blah blah." This requirements That's for, for the movie. Other people didn't. It didn't. And I, then when they come in, I'm you're very curious Selena. how she's going to do. Only because she, to me, she 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 has no sexuality whatsoever. I mean, she, I, I'm not making any aspersions or or or, 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 his, or to her acting ability. You know, she's been good in films, but I, I never feel she's sexy. 
So I can't imagine her playing like Catwoman. Horse. What's that? What did you say? Repeat <laughs> you yourself. Miss. I'm done. No, that's interesting. That's a good point. I agree with you. What did you just say before that? Though? I said because she looks like a horse. Oh. Right, well. Well, there's that. Some people, find, some people find horses park. sexy. Have you seen Did that documentary you? about the guy yeah. that died? You know what? Let's not go there. Because <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It's totally not in, appropriate. In Washington, in Washington. Okay. Anyway. Washington State? Well, she, she, yes. she did a movie recently, which apparently there is a lot of nudity. And nudity sexual. doesn't equal sexy, though. That's right. She was, very right. she was in Rachel getting means, married. It means, okay, I'll take off my clothes. There was not sexy nudity in Rachel getting married. It was actually, like, tragic nudity. <laughs> Well, that's that, that's me naked most of the time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and she was in One Day, which I'm um, I'm almost done with that book. One Day, yeah. Why would you read that book? My wife read it. She's like, "Oh, you should read this." I'm like, "Okay." So there's so many fantastic books to read in the wood, and you read that. Well, it's it's a called it's, com- a chick it's book. called Marriage and it's Compromise. A chick book. It's a chick. Book. It is a chick book, but that's okay because boy. So basically, your testicles are in your wife's bedside. No, Draw, we right? need to just <laughs> not go here. What's next? How'd you make? The Dark Knight Rises prologue. There's, there's been rumors. Um, like, apparently, some people have seen it. They're talking about it. Um, spoilers. What did they say? Well, um, that Bane is working for Rachel Ghoul. I figured. And delightful. He's he's supposed to like take out like some dictator in some country, and he kind of gets injured. That's why he needs. The breathing apparatus, the mask stuff, and he okay. did some surgeries. That's interesting. So, so I wonder if we'll see him as Tom Hardy at the very beginning. Oh, it's a shame. Tom Hardy it's kind of a waste of Tom Hardy if he's covered up the whole time. Yes, it is. He's a very handsome man. Yes, he is. He is. I don't know. I mean, he could yeah, play yeah, you know, we, <laughs> He could. We've seen Bane, you know, his origin. Have you seen that movie where he's nude all the time? No, what movie is this? It's called, talking of that day, uh, what is it called? It's where he goes to prison. It's about, it's about a real-life guy. That, Bronson? Bronson. <laughs> he's naked in that quite a bit. Okay. Um, head watch it later. He's, he's a little bit of a grower, not a shower. But, <laughs> at, on the, but at the same time, he's still a magnificent <laughs> man. I will say that. As a heterosexual man, he's magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you were saying? Go on. That was it. Yeah, it's prologue. Oh, well, I it's, it's going to be on the Mission Impossible. And it's yeah, jump, before it's just say eight years. It's like ten or minutes right? or something, right? Like I've, eight I've, minutes. Eight minutes. Or, I've heard like eight minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. And the something. movie jumps eight years from the last one, right? That's, yeah. what, that's what we're saying. That that Batman's been fighting for eight years, and that's all we really know. So, I mean, it's still unclear what exactly is going to be in this prologue, and is this because when when they did it. The, the IMAX stuff before they showed like the bank scene it was kind of edited so the question now is this going to be footage from the actual movie or is this going to be like extra footage you know a, a true prologue before The Dark Knight Rises so right. and you can only see it at select IMAX theaters it's not even all I, all Mission Impossible IMAX so. but it's all BS because like it's like that for a week and then it's everywhere you know you can always see it it's like the the the, the, the Avengers trailer you know that was online within hours of it being shown yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't like shaky footage I don't believe in that I mean it, it looks like crap it sounds like crap talking of sexy cat woman <laughs> you know who by all means the, the and also sexy poison ivy the video game cat woman and poison ivy are so fucking sexy I can't believe it did you see that on um, it, like it's weird because it she'll be upside down and like her chest doesn't move it's just weird because she's like a Barbie, and it's just 
That's just the so physics you, end. Like that would only that some would dead or alive physics. Yeah, oh yeah but boy. she's wearing a sports bra or something. I bet you they don't. I bet you let, let's hold you upside Her down. Her chest I bet you would be much smaller if she was wearing a sports bra, James. Or, or a special bra. It doesn't oh, make all right. sense. That's such a woman's. You're listening to boob like. talk. I'm kind of going. That's such a woman's thing to say, though. Uh, well, what am I? <laughs> I know, well, I mean, when I when I play the game, when I play the game. Okay, what poison ivy? She's very sexy, much sexier than you've been in the comic book. Yeah. You have to give me that. Well, yeah, she is. With her cute little red blouse, heaving breasts. Sure. Fantastic. <laughs> Lack of pants. Fantastic. No pants. <laughs> I don't like Harley Quinn though. I think she's a weird. You do. No, I she's think she's strange. She still, still looks better than she does in Suicide. <laughs> and she's pregnant now. <laughs> Titanic spoiler alert. Oh, I didn't. Do, do you have that in video games? Do you have spoilers? People can't say shit? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> I haven't played yet. Did you see my face? I'm like, what? Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Well, people, I mean, most people have finished it by now. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's even actual. That's, that's I, I haven't finished it. You haven't finished thanks, it? Thanks, thanks. I haven't either. You have finished it. No, I haven't I actually finished had it. that spoiled sorry, for Sarah. me. No, it's fine. I haven't, I haven't had much I time. I assumed that you had gone through that like gangbusters and, and also uh, played the Catwoman game, which is really good. No, I haven't, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I had. I haven't. <laughs> did you like how Catwoman, did you enjoy how it wasn't just Batman in a Catwoman body, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, 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 I did. You actually, actually, the game really plays different. That. So yeah. when you play her, as her, she has rhythm. her different moves, and, and, and she's it's more just... stealthy, really fun. Yeah. yeah. But it's not just I the agree. different moves. Like, you you get used to how you attack, how you get, like, those critical hits with Batman, and you have to completely reevaluate when and you yeah. hit the button when you're That's Catwoman. how Nightwing is, too. Exactly. I love it. I can't wait for Nightwing. Nightwing's great. Worth the seven bucks. Get Nightwing. The only thing is, and I'm going to do it, like, this week, get Nightwing and Tim Drake, but... Because I've been spoiled by all these, you know, because I've come in late to all this, so I get all the gold medal game of the year editions. Don't do that. All of that stuff is included. It always it ha- it was on all of the others. It'll be yes. Yeah. So as a result, it irks me to have to pay for these extra bits when you get to play it early. I well, yeah, I guess you get to pay for the privilege. But, see, I, I I didn't pay for Robin because I I pre-ordered at at Best Buy. Oh yeah, well, you so I got Robin for free. But did you one. get Catwoman for yeah. free? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone gets Catwoman. That's, that's the package. Yeah. If, you, if, you buy, if you buy it again, you get Catwoman. Oh okay. But you have to if, buy it new. If you yeah. buy it used, but if you, you buy it used like, like I like to do, <laughs> see they're pay. punishing you. Exactly. Although they've apparently cut a deal where GameStop GameStop will pack in a few codes with used copies. Oh so, really? Yeah. Of just Arkham City. Yeah, I think it's just with Arkham City at this point. But there's because I bought I bought Revelations used. Because I got I got to the oh, store to and I'm like, hey, what? I love Revelations. Do you like? I'm I just got to Constantinople. It's great. It's where, it, it's where it opens up and picks up. And oh, I also love the multiplayer. This is I'm not. It's old a man Ezio. Person. You're gonna love it. I'm not sure. I will. I'm like what, you, James. What, what, you, what? Because I'm an old man. No, well, you know, that. I mean, I I'm I'm sorry you took it that way, James. I did. I did take it that way. I like getting new games. Yeah, I just kind of do. <clears throat> like I bought, I bought. Um, what did I buy? I bought Dead Space. I love that Used. Game. And it didn't have its book with it. You have to watch for that sometimes. I didn't know mm-hmm. you had to watch for that. Mm-hmm. So I took it back, and I just bought the new one. 
Because, yeah. but I don't like like GameStop how they sticker the, the mm-hmm. you have to peel off the stickers and you kind See, of. My, my my fear would be is like, what if there's you know if you get the game, what if there's like a scratch or a glitch oh, on your, you, you get halfway get, through it, you know, oh. or, or like eighty percent through the game and yeah, then all of a sudden the game that would freeze it because that that actually happened when when I got the the original very 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 first Tomb Raider, I was like playing through it and then it just glitched out and then you you couldn't even reset you couldn't do anything so I'm like, did you ever did you ever re so I, I bought the game new because I, I bought I had but a and you went back and played the whole thing or yeah, you just, yeah 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 I, I might not even be able to do it I might just give up it would be too no no you because you have you have your save files so, so you, your save files weren't corrupted then no because sometimes was, that'll happen no yeah, that's what I, I was imagining I had, I had yeah. saved and then at some point in the game you couldn't get past it because the game was defective so it, it didn't. It didn't oh, screw up the save. It didn't screw up your save. Oh, that's not so Because if yeah. it crashes out while it's saving, that can screw up your Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't at a save. That was the one problem I had with Dead Space, is it, it was, wouldn't always save my progress. Like, I would, I would think it was saved, and I'd turn off my, um, my computer, my, my, computer my PlayStation, and then, like, two or three saves, I'd have to go back and replay and redo stuff. Which was a real pisser, especially if it was a hard. It's like one of those boss moments. Mm-hmm. Where you have to I got Dead Space Two. It was one of the most amazing, uh, like first ten minutes of video games wow. <laughs> in like horror video a, games. It's just a beautiful game. I too. have it to play. I just take <laughs> Dead Space was the last thing I did. So, and I also I have to get. I'm, I'm doing a, a story, a war story. I'm doing a. It's not a big secret. I'm doing a, a, a just a story of Man of War, and. Uh, it's so hard to write. It's only, it's only 14 pages, but it's taken me forever because it's just a hard story to write. And I know if I have a video game as well, <laughs> it will just forget it. It will take me mm-hmm. ages. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do any video games until I finish the story. Yeah. I mean, that, that's my biggest problem. Is I, I don't have time. Like, my, my daughter, she'll, I'll, 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 I'll be playing Arkham City when like, no one's home. And then my wife and daughter come home, and she'll hear it. You know, she's eight. So then she, you know, she she loves Batman, so she wants to watch me play. I'm just like, you know, some of the language. It's a little hard edged. There's no, is that bad language in it? No, it's totally all yeah. the thugs yeah. and they're, they're. Are they all swearing in that? I guess calls her a bitch every. Well, it's yeah. like it's teen rated, so it's never like the big swears. But yeah, what um, I was what? playing playing Infamous, and then they're yeah. like shit. This that. which um, one is that? Infamous. The one with the electricity powers. I don't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. The dude in the yellow. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a superhero game. Even but put it's, out not, it's not a, a pre-established superhero. Oh. It's, it's a completely new superhero. Yeah, he's, yeah. he gets electrical powers. That's, that's a cool game. You can be. I'm good, not, can not be done evil. with it. Of, like, are you yeah. done with the Arkham City? <laughs> no, not even close. Yeah. I'm sorry. I haven't. I have zero. I'm sorry, time. guys. I, th- I just assumed you guys were all. No, I, I heard about that spoiler. <laughs> but I, I thought I assumed you would be, especially because it's I'm got just Catwoman in it. You a I thought you'd time. be all over. Like, <laughs> I know. Well, do that. I just don't, don't have the time. Trust me, the you're, commenters. You're slowly breaking me. You know that, Sarah. Little by little, you're breaking me. Well, you know, somebody has to, James. Uh, moving on with the news, we talked about the John Carter movie. Did you guys see the trailer? John yeah, Carter, I've seen it online, yeah. <coughs> Taylor Kitsch. Yes, uh, uh, Andrew Stanton. I don't know how I feel about that movie. I, I think that the problem it may face is I think it's probably it feels so far like it's too close to the book, and so I think a lot of a lot of people might not get it because you know he's like a Confederate soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, in the book. He's the grandfather. He's the grand uncle, I believe. It's been a long time since I've read it. Of Edgar Rice Burroughs, mm-hmm. and he he returns to Earth to tell Edgar Rice Burroughs, who you know, because he he. I mean, I'm not really spoiling anything since the very start of the film, but he dies on the battlefields of the of the Civil War and wakes up on Mars, and he develops this ability to go back and forth between Earth and and uh, and and Mars, 
So he's telling Edgar Rice Burroughs stuff, and Edgar Rice Burroughs is played by an actor in the in the film. If you look at uh, if you look at IMDb, IMDb, IMDb mm-hmm. screen.com. <laughs> What's that? Or screen.com. Or screen.com. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know about well, screen.com. What's that? It's one of our. It's our movie site. Oh well, I apologize. I will. I will. From now on, that'll be one of my regular touch points when I'm when I get online. Um, it, it's it's basically Comic Vine, but movies and TV. Oh, okay. Alex Navarro and Matt Rory work on it. Well, well. <laughs> anyway, my point being that you know, even then, it's like Edgar Rice Burroughs in like 1911. So there's this historical beginning, and then you go to Mars. I I, I don't know if people are gonna if it might be too weird for people. Some people. Do you know anything about um, Gulliver Jones? Yeah. So that, that that's kind of the same idea, and supposedly that was like some inspiration. But I'm sure it was. <coughs> Gulliver um, Jones came out a few years before. Yeah, they're doing a crossover comic. Dynamite is. Well, like, no one gives a fuck about Gulliver Jones. You know, I mean, he he was in a. They, they had a Marvel comic of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like five issues. Yeah, I was, I was trying to do some. Re- I was like, I didn't know anything about Gulliver Jones. And uh, and uh, it's interesting that he's he's in in that the Mars beginning where Ag- where Alan Moore puts all the Mars characters together. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Mars, and he has John Carter meeting Gulliver Jones, or, ref- or at least referring to him or something. Yeah. I just thought that was cool. So Taylor Kitsch is playing. Yes. Didn't know, he play Gambit? Mm-hmm. He did. Oh, but you no. know what I do know. He's he's here's the thing: Cajun accent. I, I, um, my wife and I just watched all seventy-six episodes of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that is a really good show. Everyone says it's a great show. I, yeah. Second season, you know, people talk about the second season is like. Eh. You know, there, there's a murder. That's all I'll say. But it, it's it's a great show, and and well, well, I remember. You know how you get you just get into these shows, you don't know why. I I watched a show for the entire time it was on called Homefront. This is maybe 15 years ago, and it was about American small town life right after the war, and some people come home back from the war and drama. And the youngest son is played by. Well, as, you know, he was like the young guy at the time. Is the coach? Mm-hmm. Um, what's that actor's name? Dark, dark hair. Um, yeah, he was in early edition. He was in yeah, super edition. eight. He he so sort of became the star of that home front show mm-hmm. in many ways, and I was always like, wow, I wish he would do more, you know. So I'm glad that he's had the success with with uh, with the show that you were to, uh, with um, Friday Night, Night Live. Yeah, I mean it was a great show, and and Taylor Kitsch, his character. I mean, he actually you know he does a good job with it, and I I recommend I highly recommend the show. I mean, yeah, I mean Wolverine wasn't a good film. He, he, he might surprise you, Sarah. And you know, you know surprisingly, you like to be surprised. Taylor Kitsch wasn't really in the movie that that much. If you think about it, I mean, Gambit didn't have a huge role. In, no, in, in I just movie. remember him going from like a bad Cajun to like what sounded like bad British yeah. to like yeah. bad Scottish accent in like yeah. the course yeah. of one sentence. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. not good. I mean, and now he has a haircut. His hair is like super short because I guess he's doing he's doing a couple movie where like when he's like in the Navy or he's in Navy SEALs or something like that, and so he, he looks totally different. Mm. But Friday Lights was good. I don't know about John Carter. I mean, I, I don't know. The trailer looked okay. Is uh, what's her face in, in it? That slave princess. Deja Thoris. Yeah. Yeah, of course she is. She's. Who's playing her? Isn't um isn't Silver Fox from Wolverine from Wolverine Origins? <laughs> Did they just plunder Wolverine? I, I think that that actress that played Silver Fox is in John Carter. The, the two of them are doing Fox. some movie. Well, it's supposedly Silver Fox. No, it what? What are you talking about? Wolverine Origins. Gambit. Oh, was Did there you... Silver Fox in that? Yeah, his it was girlfriend. his girlfriend. In the woods? Spoiler. I just don't remember that. 
Emma, Emma, Frost's Emma Frost's sister. sister. Yeah. I have no. I when mean, he, I, I, I remember the character. I didn't realize that was. I didn't. I thought Silver Fox was like an assassin. Oh, Silver Sable. I'm thinking of Silver Sable. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Silver Fox, yeah, okay. was his girlfriend. No, and I, no, I'm She was maybe in Weapon X, but she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And Sabretooth killed her, and on his birth, and Wolverine's birthday, <laughs> and. So so um. I think she's in. I could be wrong. I think her and Taylor Kitsch are doing some movie together, and it's I it's, it it's it's an it's a, an actress with dark black hair. Why don't you look it up? You've got a computer right there. Because uh, it, it's it's Too just, much just work. It, no, it takes away from the podcast because then it's distracting. <laughs> All it, right, it, it shouldn't right. even be here. It, it, so, um, what were we saying about that? Yes. Oh, has anybody seen? Because it is public domain. Sci-Fi Channel did a John Carter of Mars movie last year. It is. One of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. It was it made for like really? five dollars. Is it like that Mighty Thor movie that came out with Kevin Nash? That came out at the same time. Yeah, oh. it came out at the same oh, time seen as that. Thor. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> um, no, this one is uh, Anthony. What's that big? He's like he, he's a he's a Latin actor who was in the big hit that movie with Marky Mark oh, years boy. and years and years ago. And oh, Ant- Antonio. I'm Banderas. Antonio Salvador Jr.? Yeah, him. He's was oh, a big actor. No. <laughs> I didn't, no, no, not a big actor. I meant like a physically big, a muscular actor. Um, he's John Carter, and then Tracy Lords is Oh Major my Lourdes. god. And it's That's it's horrible. Just wow. horrible. And it's made it looks like it's made for five dollars. For five dollars. <laughs> It's got like those it, CG it, constructs that don't like leave footprints or disturb the world in any way. Well, there's no, no, there's no C. No, it's all like, like the what are they called? The, the big, three, the the, the big three armed, uh, three armed, six armed. You know the what are they called? The, like Tars Tarkas, those big green giant characters from the books, become these weird like just guys in robes with funny <laughs> stupid masks. You know, mm. horrible. Uh, I. I don't know. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> um, so you guys know about Nicolas Cage's Action Comics number one that was stolen? Yes. And then it was recovered, and then the police had it, and then it was me auctioned, but he didn't get it back and all this stuff. And so it sold. <gasps> Highest selling comic. It sold for $2,161,000. Holy mother falcon. It's CGC 9.0 graded. So it's, wow. it's like the high, I think it's the highest graded Action Comics number one. And I don't, I don't think Nicolas Cage gets any of that. And he could use the money by the counts. I was going to say, he's yeah, got, his he's, bankers. He's got block, blockbuster coming, Ghost Rider too. Even if he did get any of that, his bankers would get most of it. <laughs> yeah. so, um, That's sad. And the, the thing is because the, the, the auction place that sold it, they, they don't have to, I guess, disclose who the seller is through their whatever, how they work, they operate. So. Or the buyer, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, so. Wait, wait, so... I don't, see, I, I don't understand how it happened. It was stolen, yeah. and then it was. Rec- it ended up, in, I think, in, the, in the, the L.A. County Police Department's. You know, they, they somehow got. I don't know how it went from the police to whoever's selling it. Yeah, whoever, whoever like his bank. Surely, is, but surely it. you can go. It's stolen property. It's mine. But how do you prove that? Well, like, like if if, if Sarah stole this this comic right here, how can I prove that that was my comic? Unless I wrote my name on there or something, you can't do that. Well, so that's that's the I I don't know because there there is there is some talk that, that maybe Nicolas Cage was the seller or part of it, but he's not. But the proof, but if the police have it registered as Nicolas Cage's comic book, I don't know if they do. If they said, "Hey, we recovered all the stolen stuff," here's I mean, a copy of the I guess the only comics. way that the only way that they would really be able to identify that it was his is if he had reported it stolen in the first place and then they found it. 
he with, with his other stuff. stuff. Well, I think, I don't know if he did. I don't know. Because, I mean, if you had a copy of Action Comics number one graded at 9.0, well, I, I don't think it was, he'd probably report it to the police and I don't file think a police it was, report. It wasn't graded when he had, because he had bought it, like, ten years ago or something like Either that. Either way, like... But it wasn't graded. I'm sure he knew how much it would be worth anyway. If it was graded, then yeah, he could prove it, because I think each comic has a serial number once it's, yeah. it's, it's graded with the CGC. And, and the yeah, but, like, I've reported my passport stolen, and I didn't have my passport with me. Oh. So as long as I file a police report saying that it was stolen, and then it... your passport stolen? It wasn't. I just lost it. But <laughs> see, that, that's a little different. If someone finds a passport, obviously it's yours. Nobody found it, though. Well, I'm saying if they did... Sure. Versus you, you but I mean, it's got your picture. So potentially, just remember the Al Qaeda with your passport now. It's possible. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. You never know. Dun, 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 dun. So, no way that's Terminator. Two million. <laughs> so someone made some money. Yeah. And I, th- I think didn't someone just find a comic in their attic? I don't remember if it was Action Comics or Spider Man or someone found like another old comic and it's in good condition and they're getting wow. a lot of money. I have to tell you, people think that their copies of Spawn Number One are worth a lot of money. Um. <laughs> I think any comic with a number one on it is worth You guys money. watch Walking Dead? You know what? I haven't watched a single episode of that. And not I, even season one? Yeah, I watched season one, but for some reason, I'm not interested to watch season two. I'm watching... Likewise. Um, but I'm watching uh, Boardwalk Empire. That's fantastic. Hmm. And a British show called Whitechapel, which, which, is, which is fantastic in it. So I would recommend you, you watch those. But there's you no know, zombies in it, though. Well, we, we talked about it before. So, yeah, okay, we won't talk about it. So Walking Dead mid-season finale happened. Was it good? It did, would, did it make you frantic for there, more? There's been this ongoing storyline that's kind of been dragging on, and you, you do get closure on it. I mean, there's there's a big, heavy ending that kind of Someone makes up. Someone dies? Makes up. There's, it's, I'm not even going to hint at it for those who... I mean, people should have watched it by now, but... But wait, you can't it, it, say well, someone dies. Someone okay. Someone did die, and it was back as a zombie. And then they're like, "Oh, that's shocking. Oh, we gotta. What are we gonna do with this?" I mean, it was it was like it was pretty heavy. And if you know why, I mean, personally, I mean, it was like like well, like I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation. But, mm-hmm. I would but kill you pretty, if you were a zombie. I would have no compulsion. I would just. Kill I got you, you first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you cut you, but you don't move fast, and I'm pretty shit. But I'm you could be fast. not paying attention. Okay. That's how most zombies seem to kill I would kill, kill you with a, with a shovel. <laughs> but not, I could bite you in the neck before you... Not if I come from behind. Well, that's true. But, you, but you'd probably make noise and then... Maybe not. You know, I, I wouldn't kill Sarah, though. I'd keep Sarah around. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. But I, would, but I would kill you. And you too. Oh. <laughs> what, I, what I recently discovered, changing the subject, is um, um, Shameless is now yes. on, on instant streaming. Is it? Because for the longest time, you can only get first series, like first, I think, six or seven episodes. Now they're all in instant streaming. Is it good? You never watch it? I watched the British version. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Yeah, of course. That's oh. what I'm talking I'm not talking about the Showtime one. I, I won't oh. watch that. Oh, 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 oh. No, the, the James McAvoy. Yeah, it's great. Right. Yeah, so I'm um, in season two now, which is, is really good. So I'm happy with that. Do you ever watch The Inbetweeners? The I've watched every. They, for some reason, because I was watching them on. What is it called? You know, where it afterwards on your TV, like BBC, you can go to BBC America, and mm-hmm. or, for some reason they've never shown the very last episode. Yeah, because they're on BBC but, America, but I've seen all the others. Yeah, there's, and, a, there's um, a movie. I didn't like the last season as much. 
No. I thought it got it wasn't as fun. the first two seasons. Is it those two? There's three seasons, doesn't there? Yeah, like the six episode season. I mean, they're too short. They're so funny. The first two seasons are so funny, and I, I, the third one disappointed me a little bit. Yeah, but there's a movie. They did a movie. Yeah, it came out this past summer. Oh, it did. I think in in England. They, they, oh probably. yeah, they, they go to um, Spain together. Yeah, and they go on holiday together. Yeah, so that's another good show. Nothing to do with comics, but <laughs> um, we are putting a. 50 Greatest Moments list together on Comic Vine. Um, so we, we, 50 Greatest Moments of Comic Vine or 50 Moments of Comics? Comics. So, like, not, like, the the greatest... It, it's basically... We're not saying, like, the most iconic moments. Because, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, Death of Superman or, you know, this or that. So we're, we think, like, moments that were, like, really cool that made you, like, like oh, yeah, or whoa. So what we, we're doing them in 10-part in chunks. Am I in any of these? You'll have, to, you'll have to see. If, I, I, if I'm not in it, I have no interest in it. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no interest. <laughs> so we put out the second part today. Uh, um, we'll see if Cry for Justice makes it. Cry for Justice shouldn't make it. You know, I was thinking about that when that was just going to be an ongoing Justice League book. It originally wasn't going to be all about all this. It was a re- in issue three. They were going to end up because of you know how Prometheus lives in this world of different dimensions in a world of like funny animals. They were going because he he has actually there was a whole thing where he was going to access to, like the past or the future, or time travel and different Earths. So literally, if you got lost, there was no way of finding someone because there's just too many. If there's fifty two Earths and then there's every you know thousands and thousands of millions of years of every Earth, it would be almost impossible to find somebody. So they were going to end up in a funny animal world set in the French uh, in the American Revolution, where all the all the all the uh, like tomahawk and all those characters that I that I like those mm-hmm. old. We're all going to be like foxes and dogs, like animorphic, and all the British were going to be cats, <laughs> and that's what the readers would have gotten instead of a little girl being killed and a city destroyed. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? How things go one way or the other. But I still would have mentioned the three-way, though, unfortunately. So you would have. Yeah. So either way, you would have hated it. As long as it's not a three-way with cats, I guess. <laughs> what about sexy cat girls? All right. <laughs> Uh, Cowboys and Alien there's some guy suing Universal for copyright infringement um, apparently he he posted a, or put out a preview in 94 put out the story in the comic in 95 and then I think it was like 2006 when um, who was Platinum yeah Studios. Scott Rosenberg so then they they put out like a one sheet like, and then they did the, that comic and then they made the movie so this guy suing them because he says you know he did the copy the cowboys and Indian or cowboys and aliens. Aliens, aliens, but he didn't copyright until September of this year. Oops. So he's trying to sue, but it, it's like you know how you need copyright cowboys and aliens the idea. I mean, because even the movie was different than the comic, or from what it looked like. I haven't watched the movie yet. Well, the comic they did the comic in order to, to make the movie to yes. make the movie. Yeah. yeah, they've been trying to do that movie since Men in Black. Yeah. For like, I actually met to, about writing that movie. I didn't end up getting the job. It was years and years and years ago. And they didn't really have a direction then. Yeah. So I got the Blu-ray sitting at home. Comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. But I mean, I, I wonder about stuff like that because Scott Rosenberg's a very—I don't want to say shady because that's probably unfair and probably and, and libelous, probably. So I'm not <laughs> going to say that. But I do wonder. But I do wonder who made more money off Men in Black: the guy that did that comic book, that he, or the or Scott Rosenberg. And I'm willing to bet you. Scott Rosenberg made more money. Oh, probably, yeah. So, so um, you know, interesting. Yeah, I, I started trying to read all the stuff about this lawsuit, and I just I got bored. And I'm just I, I just I don't know if the guy has any ground, you know, 
I don't know. Wasn't um, but that company that that publisher just publishes comics to make them into movies anyway. Platinum Studios. Platinum Studios. Yeah. I don't even think yeah. they're putting anything out anymore. Well, they don't. They don't really. They, they don't, don't put really things out on a consistent buy, basis. They, 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 they just buy. He works with Irvin Rustamagic, who's a who's a, a Yugoslavian or something. Yeah. And so it's all foreign stuff. Yeah. They, they license foreign stuff. Yeah, I've, I read they, about that. That's I how think. they. That's how they get their products. They don't have artists and writers working for them in America. I think uh, Heidi wrote something like a, a really, a really in-depth um, article outlining the company and and talking about Scott Rosenberg a couple of weeks ago. What um, has anybody seen? Did it come out? And I just missed it. You know that Dylan Dog? Yeah, that came out. It yeah. came out. The movie? Yeah. Was it good? Apparently not. Brandon um, Brandon got, Ruth, it yeah. got eviscerated in both the box office and the critical circles. Oh, it did? Yeah. So, there's that. Um, I guess, so the Evil Dead remake that's coming out, with without Ash Lee Williams, not the character, Sony's going to be distributing it. Interesting. So that's kind of interesting. What, what, why is that interesting? It's, it's weird to think of Sony distributing Evil Dead. Why? I don't understand. Because Evil Dead, you think it's low budget and you know it's not was not wasn't like a big Hollywood movie. You know, it's a, Army of Darkness kind of was kind but of. But Sony classics, I mean, they, they they do low budgets. I mean, it won't be low budget either if they remake it. It'll be big epic. It'll cost a fortune. Yeah, I, slight, I don't know how I feel about it. Slight tangent. Uh, do any of you follow Bruce Campbell on Twitter? Mm-hmm. The man is like a guru. Like people come to him with like problems, and he like gives these tiny little. Snippets of like oh, help, of help. It's mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Like he's funny and clever and all that, but occasionally like someone will, I don't know why they seek out Bruce Campbell of all people, but they'll like come to him with a legitimate problem and he just like has these little brief answers for them that all seem fairly kind of like cool, like kind of not just like Very brushing cool. it off, but actually like Very good cool. advice. Maybe I'll go to him with my my work problem. I yes. used to be funny on Twitter. <laughs> you I'm not anymore. Am I? I'm not like I used to be. I used to write all that stuff. You were he's funny. Un- he's under groovy. Bruce. Now I'm not funny anymore. <laughs> I'm not funny anymore either. You never were funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Everybody funny. Now you're funny too. Um, what about, okay, you guys hear about the Doctor Who movie? The, no, who's in it? Who, no, so, so um, I, I can't remember the The guy that did one of the Harry Potter movies or something like that, they're, they're talking about doing a Doctor Who movie. But who's, who's Doctor Who? That's the thing. No. It, it sounded like it was going to be completely different from a TV show. Not, nothing to do. No actor. wouldn't be Matt Smith or anyone like that. It's going to be totally separate. I hate pe- Matt pe- Smith. People are freaking out. I'm not a big fan. You're not the only one. He looks, <laughs> he looks he disturbing to me. Like, I can't look at his face for very long. Yeah, some, people, some people really like him. I'm, I thought, I'm, I thought I'm the best was Christopher him. Eccleston. I, he I really ass. liked him, too, because he was, he was I didn't mind. I didn't mind David Tennant. I just, at the end, when he died... What a mopey cunt. Excuse my language. That's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, that's me being English. That was probably... <laughs> but what a, mopey, what a mopey guy. Because, like, normally... A, you're not really dying. You're just kind of changing. changing. But, but they are dying. They're, 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 they're person. I mean, each one is a different personality. So it is... But they have their memories. Of, they, I mean, that's kind of... Bull- I mean, the whole premise, if you think of it, is bullshit. Because if you remember what, you, what happened to you before, you could have that personality again. You know what I mean? It kind of like t- starts to get into the thing of like what defines us as people. Like, is it our memories? Okay, it- I I remember what I was like in high school, and it's not like I'm going to become that person again just because I remember it. But you have those memories. Well, you know what I mean, though. It, yeah. The other doctors met their fates bravely, and he kind of was this mopey guy walking around. Oh, I'm dying. Poor me. Right. Anyways, and, uh, the story is um, <laughs> Stephen Moffat saying that the movie will not be a reboot. And he's saying that any Doctor Who movie would be made by the BBC team. It would start a current Doctor and certainly not be a Hollywood reboot. Aren't they running out of lives for Doctor Who? Yeah. 
In fact, I think they've haven't they changed it? Like it used to be seven, and then it got a lot more. I always remember twelve regeneration, so you, you could have thirteen. Now there's thirteen. Well, you could have thirteen doctors. You could have twelve regenerations. I see. So they're running. They've only got two left. But since the whole Time Lord thing has been changed, and there's weight. I mean, look at the Master. The Master lost his. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they can fix there's, it. There's I'm just wait, saying, wait, yeah. it's interesting. They, 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 should, they should definitely keep it to 13. They haven't even referenced so it. That, so that last death, obviously they could do one after that, but so that last death is really kind of like, oh my God, how's he going to get out of this? Well, ever since they rebooted it, or, or not rebooted, but when they, they brought Christopher Eccleston in, they, there's, there's been no mention of the limited regenerations. Oh, that's interesting. Is it really? I, oh. I, haven't, I don't remember ever seeing it. No, I'm not it, sure. I, I do either. I just it, You kind of think you've heard it because you know it. But Yeah, I think they're yeah. kind of saying, shh. The movie I'd like to see would be what I mean. You could probably just about do it because they they both look just about. Oh, they still look just about the same age they were, kind of. The movie Doctor Who, uh, Paul McGann, mm-hmm. him becoming Christopher Eccleston during that whole killing all the time. I know. Movies, I, I, I would that love would to be see fantastic. Something. What happened? That would be the big movie. We don't know what caused the regeneration. I don't think there's been any stories. <coughs> uh, I I don't know, but I, I think Christopher Eccleston has no interest in. Well, he only signed on. I read Maria somewhere that he he only agreed to do one season. Mm-hmm. The reason they did that was to set up the whole regeneration thing early. Yeah, and because people were pissed at him, they're like, "Oh, you come in." He's like, "No, that's all I signed on for." Yeah, so, I mean, which is unfortunate because he was good. But I don't, I don't know. Um, that is all the news I have. I do have some questions. A few questions from. Our community. Oh, people have been. Oh, hello, everybody. Um, so the first is from my name's Casey. What has been your favorite comics of the New Fifty Two? And I guess the shade doesn't qualify because there's no <laughs> New Fifty Two on there. Otherwise, of course, you know that'd be. Well, personally, I like Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, mm-hmm. I like. I'm trying to think of ones I like. I like Catwoman. Do you like Catwoman? You don't like Catwoman? No, I do. Yeah, I like Catwoman. Okay. I think Judd's doing a good job on that. Yeah. I like. Um, I guess I like All Star Western. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what they are now. Wonder Woman. Oh, I love Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman. Wonder I, Woman. I, I love Batman. Batman's great. I mean, the other ones. <laughs> I, 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 of all the Batman books, like Batman, Batman and Robin. Yeah. I think Peter Tomasi's doing a good job. Yeah, with, I, with yeah the he's doing a good job. Um, Batwoman's good. Um, yeah, Batwoman's great, I'd say. <laughs> I do like Swamp Thing. Yeah, no, like, like where they're going with that. It's horrifying. It's crazy. Dark. <laughs> um, what else? Action comics. Green Lantern. I'm, I'm enjoying the Green Lantern Sinestro and Hal. Oh, that's I, barely I New 52. I'm too, but it's it's I I am bothered a little bit by the inconsistency between some books being rebooted and some books not being rebooted. I find yeah. it as a reader confusing. Well, the whole thing, yeah. I mean, just with almost all of Batman has not been rebooted, but obviously some things had to have been rebooted. So it's. I was going to say, are we really to believe that all of Parallax, Sinestro Corps, War of Light, Blackest Night, Brightest Day happened in five years? Well, it's just if you look at all the Robins, you have. Yeah, there's Robin every year. Dick Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, and Damien, all that. So I, I think they made a mistake in saying five years. I mean, that. I think putting a. Yeah. Yeah, because. And the other thing I mentioned before is like when when they did Supergirl, she I'm assuming still you know she came back in this current time, right. so that means New Krypton and everything else did not happen. Probably. I think they they could have had 
had her come back a couple well, years ago thing, or something like, like that, and then it, it, it but could that's a, reboot. that's a reboot, right? Supergirl's just arrived now. Mm-hmm. See, that to me is confused because it, it, it. I don't like that. There's a lot of stuff then. It, it, like, if you scratch the. Like, no Donna Troy and Wally West. If you scratch the, the onion of that, it gets really complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and think something's been completely rebooted and something's just kind of like. I think we're not supposed to worry about it. We're not supposed to focus on yeah. that. But, well, but, so I, I but, think, but that's not what comic fans do. They do worry about that stuff. Of course, stuff. yeah. I, yeah. I just think with someone like, like Supergirl, have her come, come back like a year or two ago, you don't have to acknowledge New Krypton and all that stuff, but you also don't have to flat out say, okay, that specifically did not happen. Just right. leave it ambiguous. Leave it there so those of us that enjoyed it, we can just say, yeah, I believe that that happened. But now we can't say that. Anytime comics try to put a stamp on like how long ago something happened or whatever, it does not go well. So yeah, I, I agree that they should not have done that whole five years ago thing because that's that's insanity. Next is from Dalla Delata. With the new Fifty Two doing so well, do you think Marvel should do something equally as drastic as a company relaunch? And if so, what? Oh, you mean like the Ultimate Universe? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of did. Uh, yeah, I mean they kind of did that. Yeah, and. I, I, I think that DC kind of gets away with it because they already did Crisis. And they've done it. Yeah, they've, they've done it before. This is not their first but I think that I think that the Marvel lore is so is so well preserved. I yeah. think that that rebooting it, which would throw away so much, it would be a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've they've even done you know even things like how they've how they made Captain America dying before the end of the war. And then being a Captain America right through in the fifties, mm-hmm. reconciling all of that, they, you know, they have, it's such an intricate, interesting past. I think that it would be that's a mistake. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't, I don't think they need to do it. And you know, they're they're <laughs> sort of relaunching books. You know, you got Uncanny X Men number one. You know, came out Incredible Hulk number. You know, that's fine. You know, new jumping point. You know, whatever. But I don't think, re- even though DC doesn't call it a reboot or a relaunch. I don't think you need to get that drastic. I think that Marvel also has is, is well more well connected than the DC universe. They make an the, I at least what I noticed is they make a really good effort to sort of have consistency. So one story arc will lead to, into another one, and they sort of tie into one another. And I think that that as much as I don't like it, it still works. Mm. It's also interesting. I feel like DC has always been more archetypal, so they've been able to like get away with stuff like this. Like where, and it's actually kind of funny. We mentioned Neil Gaiman earlier. He kind of touched on this with uh, whatever happened to the Cape Crusader. Um, but yeah, well, like with Marvel, like if you go back to like Spider-Man's origin, his costume is basically unchanged. Like he, like DC has has changed. I feel like so much more radically over the course of their tenure. But yeah, it's like time can happen. Even characters changing your name. I mean, Dick Grayson being Robin, being Nightwing, being Batman, being Nightwing. Again. You know, you you have there's more evolution of the characters, and you have Wally West as Kid Flash and then the Flash. You know, so it's like DC is constantly changing their identities, where Marvel pretty much yeah. is the same. And that annoys me from <laughs> Comic Vine's perspective when the characters change your name and like what you know their pages. Not but yeah, there's there's been so yeah. I don't think Marvel could as easily do it. I don't think they need. To, I don't wouldn't want them to. No. I mean, I, I guess I probably wouldn't want DC to have done it, but it's working for for the most part. Yeah. Um, next is from Jason Kungle. Not a question, but since yeah. you brought up Image last week, you guys should talk about um, non DC Marvel comics people should read. We kind of talked about some this week because 
there weren't a lot of Marvel, yeah. and there was like no DC what, books. So what what non books are out there that are good? Uh, Walking Dead, Invincible, Invincible, Invincible. Um, so Kirkman stuff. I was gonna say pretty much anything. The one that I read this week and reviewed this week, the Top Cow book, pilot season though is always fun because you know it it allows you to read an issue and then if you really like it, you can vote for it and then you know whatever. Yeah, and and hope that um, Top Cow will actually follow through with publishing the series that wins um, based on on fan reaction. Actually, just. Oh no! Go ahead. I, I've just uh, begun to get into Chew. Oh, that's such a good it series. It is hilarious. I'm it so behind. So it is one of the funniest books I have ever, ever read. read. I've only read the first two uh, arcs. It is yeah. hilarious and totally different from anything out there. Yeah, like that—that is, that, cool. that is like not even the qualifier. Like it's hilarious for a comic book because comic books, kind of like video games, sometimes have a hard time being funny. This book yeah. is—I have literally laughed out loud reading mm-hmm. this. Me book. too. It's a great <laughs> book. Uh, Mudman came out. Um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Paul Christ. That, that was good. That was fun. Yeah. Something different. Um, I read Witchblade 150, which I don't think is out yet. Is that good? Um, it's it, Ron Mars' last issue. Yeah. <laughs> Basically s- closes out things. He's on Voodoo now, isn't he? No. Yes. He's, he's, he's not. Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I shouldn't say anything because I don't know if it's official or not. There's some. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't want to say anything else. Um, but what, yeah, what are you going to mean about what? Something else. Ron that you might be working doing. On? There's some yeah because I I, right. I, I, I saw something in the issue and I don't because I don't look at the solicits and I don't read previews. Yeah. You know I buy it. I don't know if this was announced, but I saw an ad for something, and that's all I'll say. Okay. So um, wait, wait, if you saw an ad for something, then it it's was, it was an, yeah, an but it's issue. not released yet, right? Yeah, that's it's, what it's you're an advanced copy. Oh, 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 oh. So, okay, okay. So there's that. Um, I, I'm not sure how because I think. Who's doing? I think it's Tim Seeley is doing Witchblade. Nice guy. Really? I think I could. Because I love Hack and Slash. There's one that I or Hack Slash or however you're supposed to pronounce. Nice fellow too. Because I, I just read it this morning on the ferry, and I there is a preview for issue 151. Mm. I was just saying I don't give you. He's a very nice fella, Tim Seeley. He's in, from Chicago. Very nice. I've fella. never read Hack and Slash. Hack slash. That's a different book. You know the book that you guys never promote? It's one of the most excellent books ever, and it's been out for. Is Usagi Ajimbo. I, what, mm. I've, I've reviewed, like. We ta- we had this conversation before. You brought yeah. this up. You, you love the book. Pretty, and I was like, yeah, I, I reviewed 134. It was probably that time. So I, I, I reviewed a couple issues. And when I do the, the awesome art picks, um, a couple weeks ago, there, there's a site called Comic Twart. Yeah, where, no, where you know, they they did a, a Usagi week, yes. and a bunch of people. I mean, it's very very interesting um, interpretations of the character. Do did you like? Um, which I think what I read that is a. What did you see? I never read stuff. Um, the Magnolia stuff. You like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Dark Horse um, stuff. PPRD, Hellboy, mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's some of my favorite stuff, actually. Um, I liked what's it when it was out. Um, the other Beast of Burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The goon, uh, I'm I'm finding to be pretty f- consistently funny. I like yeah. chimichanga. Yeah, <laughs> actually sell a bunch of chimichanga at the store whenever someone's coming in looking for something for their kid. <laughs> yeah. um, some of the Star Wars stuff is is okay. Yeah, I just I have a hard time with sci-fi comics because I, I just think they're they always come across as too bright, especially like with, in the Star Wars universe where everything's kind of old. It's nothing yeah. should be. 
like new and shiny. It just doesn't work, especially when you have like the lasers. The, you know, you got to add color. It just it doesn't look right to me. My problem with the Star Wars comics has always been one of tone and dialogue. It's like they're trying to ape both the tone and like the sound, especially when you're dealing with like the characters of like Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, of the movies. But then it's like you're two steps removed <clears> because <throat> you're not just trying to sound like that person you're someone trying to sound like that person so yeah it, it always came off it always rang hollow to me okay <laughs> uh next from daniel carroll which comics from any publisher do you feel deserves films that haven't had one already invincible <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was gonna say i mean even I, i'd love to see like an invincible animated you know I actually remember not, when, not for kids when that football movie got announced it was called invincible and for oh. like a one split second i was like very excited about that that's a good movie though okay fair enough i've never seen it i have not no. um shade who would you cast as shade well, I always send people pictures of Danny Day Lewis in. He's too old now, but Danny Day Lewis in Age of Innocence hmm. as the model for the shade. And there's one picture of. It's a still from The Third Man, which is Orson Welles and um, Joseph Cotton, where, 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 where Orson Welles is standing in an alley and he sort of smir- has this little smirk on his face. And I say, obviously, he doesn't look like Orson Welles, but. The shade doesn't like Orson Welles, but that's trying to capture that smirk. So I always send those two things to artists when they do the shade. Um, who I think would be good though? I never think about these sort of things. Mike, Michael Fassbender. If he dyed his hair. He is in everything. He's he's, he's doing full frontal nudity in his new movie. He is. You, should, you, should watch, you should go and see that one. Okay. Is he a short? <laughs> I have no idea yet. I'm going to find out. <laughs> Uh, um, next is from Sniffum's actu- actual. Mm-hmm. Um, and by, 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 by the way, whoever that was, what's is that, is that? Daniel. 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 I'm sorry, Carroll. we were so glib there. I don't know why we we weren't more. Well, we we mentioned Invincible, and yeah. I'd like to see. I, I I'm curious. I'd like to see a, a Runaways movie done properly. Runaways would be good. I'd like to. You know what? I'd like to see a really good. No one's really done it with perspective. Like a really good uh, atom or giant man, or you know, at, at, mm-hmm. something like that. I think that would be fun because I could see in movies you could bring something to it that you can't get in the comic book. How about Agents of Atlas? That's too confusing. Be interesting. How about We Three? There, I thought there was like talk. No, yeah, that was. There, there's been and they did that G Force <laughs> Disney movie, yeah, right? Which was almost the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, except I love quite. like an actual Jonah Hex movie. Yeah, uh, not yeah. That they they haven't one. made one yet, have they? Yeah, well, no, they have not made. It's one. like no. that third Blade movie that never came out. <laughs> there's, there's never been a John Hex movie. Um, next from Sniffum's actual, and James, you could probably—I don't know if you want to answer anything. Um, why do DC and Marvel always have exclusive contracts for writers slash artists? Question mark. Why can't someone work for both? Question mark. A Grant Morrison Spidey story, I think, would be interesting to see after Dan Slott's run, of course. Well, the answer to that is that they want you to not work for the other company. Mm-hmm. The reason why people um, sign exclusives is because they make it, but you get a, a little bit of a bump in your page rate. Just security. And there's some security, yeah. So it's not like, oh, I'm a freelancer and hopefully but, I mean, I'll have a job next there week. There are people that don't aren't, aren't exclusive mm-hmm. and work for both companies. I mean, uh, Abnet and Lanning, I think they're doing stuff for both companies yeah. at the yep. moment. They're doing Legion or something. They're doing and cosmic stuff for both companies. Yeah. So, so there's, I mean, there's a lot. I just can't think of them that, that go back and forth. It's, Jimmy it, Palmiotti does 
stuff for DC, but he's not on he an exclusive. For, he does stuff for everyone. That's what I mean. He he's, a he, he's a freelancer. Yes, yeah. yes. So, so um, you, you don't have to sign exclusive. It's just something you do uh, um, <laughs> because it, it suits your, you know, what, what you're saying, security mm-hmm. and everything else. I don't see Grant Morrison ever writing. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. DC is not going to let go of nope. you, Grant Morrison. But you, as long he, as they can. he did propose. Didn't he propose one? There's a. I'll send you it. I have a list of from I got from some website of all the things that were proposed by Grant Morrison that never came, never got made. And people are probably kicking himself. And I think that Spider-Man was one of them. I, I don't remember. I would actually see him doing something very similar to what J. Michael Straczynski wound up doing with him, with sort of introducing this whole mystical side mm-hmm. of Spider-Man, like with the totemic. Spirits, because that's something that Morrison touches on a yeah. lot. Aren't they using that spider character now? Isn't he a villain? Isn't he the new Spawn? That god? Isn't Bendis using him? You know, wait, 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 Avengers wait. when they go out and recruit the new, hot whatever the Hammer group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, hasn't he tied into that Straczynski stuff? Was that was that? No, that, that um, I think that character was in the the Osborn miniseries, when when Norman Osborn was taking that at secret prison. Um, Kelly Sue Dick the Conic wrote it. Oh, okay. And so there's all these these horrible villains that no one knew about because they were locked away in a secret prison. Right. And there's this weird spider god creature who's there and okay. who's been changed to look more humanoid, you know, with, with extra arms and all that. So that's going to be interesting to. I miss Morlun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Just putting that out there. I really liked Morlun. Um, and then the last one is from Thanos Rules, which is interesting, his name, with the question. Since everything is written, where do you learn how to pronounce the names and obscure words in comics? Yeah. I like Rachel Ghoul. Which is Rachel Ghoul. And I've had confirmation. Yeah, it's I think it's I think probably with someone like Rachel Ghoul, everyone has their own way to pronounce it. Well, because mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan said Razal Ghoul. And then when you when you talk it's it's through communication. Mm-hmm. So when you come up with some weird uh, semi unpronounceable name or term in a comic it's 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 probably interpreted by a million different ways by people until you, you go to conventions and slowly one way of saying it slowly becomes the defined way but it takes a little bit of time less so now that you know there's podcasts and video and all that but I think that's how it happens. So I'm guessing, like literally, Rachel Ghoul is not the demon's head in any Arabic language, because <laughs> that's what it's. That's what they always say is that that's yeah. an Arabic language for the demon's head. And animated series and do, do they have Liam Neeson again or playing Rachel? Uh, they haven't named him. <laughs> there, there's going to be a flashback with, with as a kid or something like that, mm. but they supposedly Liam Neeson doesn't know anything about it. Whether that's the truth or interesting, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so Rachel Gould, that's how they, when he was introduced in animated series, that, that's, they always used his name there. Um, Brave and the Bold. Because um, I, I, that's how um, Andre Romano says it, and I asked Diedrich Bader, and he says that that's what DC told him, that it was Raish, not Ross. So that works for me. That's a book that I love. Uh, Brave and the Bold, a kid's Brave and the Bold comic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tiny Titans. I was going to say Tiny, Tiny Titans. Titans. Oh, my God. I can't. If you have any room for like whimsy and wonder in your heart, Tiny Titans but will make you smile. The great thing about Tiny Titans is they bring in like just the history of DC is is in there because I, I can't remember who it was, but I there was a mention of a character. My daughter's like, "Oh yeah, this character is so and so," and I was looked at. Her, I was like, "How did you know that?" And she's like, "It was in that one issue." So I mean, they bring in doing a, a parody of, of the Woman in Red. It's it's yeah, hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's really funny. It's so funny. So I mean, I love that comic. 
So I, and since I have a daughter, I have an excuse to buy it. It's like Calvin and Hobbes, like that level of humor. Like the kids will love it because it's all colorful and whimsical, but the and the adults, I, I think it's a very clever book. I and think it's very, like. It was hilarious when they had um, Jason Todd, because he had a red bucket on his head. And, <laughs> oh, I love that book. Um, but other characters like like Ant Man, Giant Man, I always call him Hank. Pine. Oh. But it's, everyone says Hank Pym. Yeah, I've always called it Hank. See, Pym to me is like dim, like you know. Why not? Yeah, there's that. So I, I was just always, I, cause I always call it pine particles, not Pym. <laughs> Pym particles doesn't sound right. But it's, but Americans have weird pronunciations for things anyway, like herbs. <laughs> like what? Like herbs. Hmm. You don't call, you don't say herb Albert, other than these Tijuana brass. <laughs> you know? the, the other weird thing is um, Magneto. Yes. And when he was in an episode of the Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, like 83 or whatever, they, they call him Magneto. That's hilarious. Yes. And That's they also weird. they also gave Wolverine an Australian accent. But I remember that. that. But <laughs> that I remember Magneto, Magneto, that was one that was around for ages. Like, like no one quite knew what who Because mm-hmm. if you look at it, if you were not a comic book fan and you saw, you'd, you'd think it was Mag- Magneto. That's what it's yeah. spelled. Magneto. Magneto. <laughs> or like, like Polaris. I always call her. I always call her Polaris. Oh, I call Polaris her. a real word though. I, yeah, I call her Polaris. Is a real Polaris. Word. I just, I just uh, Polaris just doesn't doesn't sound right to me. I don't know. So yeah, you just go with what what feels right until people Somebody on the internet you tell otherwise. you that's wrong. That's <laughs> yeah, wrong. You don't know but what they you're can't about. hear you anyway. Yeah. I've been told so many times about Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. And then I got a video interview with Diedrich Bader, where he says it, and I <laughs> embed the video in the comments who's, every time. Who's Diedrich Bader? He does he, the voice of Batman on the Brave, Brave and Bold. Bold. He was in Drew Carey show. He was in um, the Cor- outsourced TV show that Korgoth of Barbaria. If you ever saw that pilot, no. Yeah. Well, so he was the the last um, Batman. Oh. Um, and that is it. That's all I have. I don't know if cool. you guys have anything else you want to talk about. No, no I said a little red rooster. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. No other tangents you want to go off on, James. Uh, what part? What? No, I think I've covered. Let me. I'll take them off uh, three ways: <laughs> nudity on, on screen, uh, foot masturbation. I think we've. I think we've hit on Tony. <laughs> yeah, I guess Wangs. that's it. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and um, James, hopefully, we'll get you back here uh, again soon. Um, yeah, before the end of 2012. Yeah, you want to do the that? Ending, you know? um, Maybe. Yeah, why not? Before the end of the year, we'll, we'll do one. Absolutely. Before the end of this okay. year? Yeah, before the end of this year. So, yeah, a month. A month, yeah. But then, within a month, I'll be back. When's the next issue of Shade coming out? Do you know? I don't exactly. I mean, assuming that it's back on its proper schedule, it should be two weeks. Okay. But it might be three. So, um. two or three weeks from... Yeah, whatever week Shade comes out, I'll come in. How's that? That sounds perfect. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And um, have a great weekend. Bye.